0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: How do you pass up the opportunity to spit blood in Joan Baez's face? Face, 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 face. Mark Twain. I've read Huckleberry Finn. I think I earned the right to go out on the internet and see a guy get a chainsaw on the face. Dude, my dad was drunk and my mom was dealing with it. Guess what? I get raised by a monster. My cock looks like it's been in a hockey fight. time my stupidity. It's at the speed of goddamn light. I got a bunch of blocks. Hey, what's happening? my Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do that. I got to warn you, my voice sounds amazing right now. It's just, listen to how good it sounds. Honestly, you're wondering to yourself, because first of all, let's talk, let's let's deal with this right off the top. It's Friday morning. All right, we're dealing with Friday now instead of Thursday. I took a day, uh, there's a day delay in the release of this podcast, so now we're doing uh, this. I'm coming out on a Friday morning. But now that you hear my voice, don't you think to yourself, well, I'm glad this dude waited a day. I just waited for this voice to show up. You know, normally I, you know, you know what I sound like? I sound like me all the goddamn time. And right now I still kind of sound like me. However, if I go ahead and plumb the depths, if I go like this, it's just, oh, hi, hey. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anybody likes that as much as I do. But boy, do I fucking love it. I mean, I, I just want to talk like this all the goddamn time. I wish I had that kind of that resonating uh, tone, that bottom of a tomb that, that sounds like the, the twisting off of a jar. I, I, I could be wrong in describing all of these things. Uh, but doesn't it just feel like warm maple syrup is is pouring out of your earbuds and right into your goddamn ear canals don't you have a skull full of goddamn log cabin right now oh jesus right now you've got a you got a skull full of of oral log cabin Aural. oral Aural. a u r a l l <laughs> I know what you're thinking to yourself. Well, I wish Mike would have skipped this week entirely if this is the kind of nonsense we were going to get, you know, because uh, you're, you're like, well, from Thursday to Friday. Now, Friday, you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get a show from Mike. And then here it comes. And it's uh, it's just me jerking off over my voice, which I you know, and, and I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to you. I sound fucking great in my opinion. Holy shit. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys, you have no idea. All on right? my desk now. I've got three screens. I've got my laptop, which is where we do the, the recording of the, of the podcast. And when I'm doing the Twitch stuff, I've got two screens. Uh, I've got a computer screen, which is, uh, was generously brought to us by our friend Jeremy. Uh, and then I have another monitor screen that I purchased, and that's where the game goes. So the chat room will be over here on my right, on my, my camera screen, and in, in front of me is where I have the game. Uh, the reason I bring this up is just now, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I bumped my desk. And you know both of them were dead. The screens were down. You know what I mean, like all black. So I'm just the only one I have on is the laptop. But uh, I just bumped my desk, and for some reason my my computer, you know, the actual computer screen, not the game screen or monitor or whatever you want to call it. But uh, but the computer. Actually, you know what? Bullshit. Let me take a look at this. Now that I see the name, I see the name over here. It turns out that my computer screen, that the monitor that came with the actual computer is, uh, is the one I play my game on. And then the chat room and stuff is over here on the monitor that I purchased. Holy fuck, folks. I'm, I'm just, look how backwards I've become in my life. Look how, you know, I had John over here, my buddy, my trainer, my personal trainer, he helped me set everything up. And it looks like, uh, it looks like we went fucking backwards. We went, we went left and right and right and left and up and down and, and right is wrong. And what the fuck, man? Uh, I'm, I'm playing the game on the wrong screen, but that's a lie. I mean, we did this on purpose. <laughs> now that I think about it, as I talk about it and talk in circles, um, we did it on purpose because the ca- the screen, the monitor for the actual computer, is bigger than the monitor that I bought. But just a little bit. Like one's a one's a 24 and one's a 22. Is that it? One's a 26 and one's a 23. I don't know. One's a one's an 18. One's a 14. One's an 18, 14. We took a little trip. <laughs> along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi we took a little bacon and we took a little beans and we fought the mighty battle of the town of New Orleans did you know that i think you did that's Johnny Rivers that's old boy that's that's look at me bringing that up that's uh, well you know it's fitting that i would be bringing up old songs and stuff like that because i'm involved in a music podcast this week but you'll know about that soon enough i'll talk about that in just a second uh, but first let's go ahead and get back to the dulcet tones of Mike Schmidt he he romances you with the voice that is coming that this is dude this is coming from my fucking liver listen to this goddamn voice I can't stop. I might run off. I, seriously, I might just fucking get 50 strokes in while I'm sitting here talking to you guys because I'm half fucking hard just hearing myself talk with this voice. God damn, I'm getting it done. I am fucking killing it right now. Uh, so hi, hi. Oh, so anyway, I was telling you about the, the computer screens, the reason I got so scared and so and I jumped out of my skin. Uh, I Well, kind of orally, orally. I jumped out of my skin. I didn't really jump out of my skin. I didn't jump, but it gave me a start. Listen, it certainly gave me a start, and and there's a possibility that I, I will have to think about it later and respond to myself when I think to myself about why I got scared in this moment, but whatever the fuck, I'll just tell you now. Uh, the uh, the computer screen popped on. You Well, not the computer screen, the screen that I play the game on, but this is the one where the computer is attached. So the computer is plugged into this, and the PlayStation is plugged into the other monitor, but the computer is plugged into this, and it popped on, and for some fucking reason, and I have no idea why, because I wasn't using it. I know for a fucking fact I wasn't using it. I don't know if somebody broke in here to do this, but... um. You know, this is a large screen. It's gigantic. It's like I said, it's like 2023 20, or 22. I don't fucking know. I'm going to get, I'm going to whip out, <laughs> whip out, oh, yeah, I'll whip out my cock and measure it. It's, uh. well, it's, you know what? It's actually four of my cocks across. So I think we're, yeah, it's 24. Um,. Is that or is that up and down? I don't even know. Look, listen, folks. I apologize again. It's a Friday show. Give me a break. We're heading into the weekend. I shouldn't even be talking to you, motherfuckers, right now. Obviously, I should have recorded this Monday, and we'll get to that in another fucking minute too. But but the reason I'm I'm still startled, I will tell you why. Uh, Again, I have I use this solely for gaming right now, and I have to I have to on this screen. I actually have to build OBS. There's a million things I've got to do. But um but as I'm sitting here, it came on. I jostled the desk and it shook the monitor. And uh and so it came to life. You know how you do that your computer's sleeping, then it also gets jostled awake. Well it'd be it jostled awake, but I don't I don't have any fucking clue why this just happened. But I'm staring right now at uh it opened the calculator app. Like I I and I don't like I want to take a fucking photo of it because it's gigantic. I mean, it is just it it's lurking, it's looming in front of me. It, as if it just it's commanding me to math. It's demanding that I math right now. It must have me punch numbers. Um There's, there's just no, I mean, I've never used the fucking calculator app on this goddamn computer ever in my life. And for some reason it's, I mean, now look, it would be appropriate if it brought up the calendar app to go, Hey motherfucker, why are you recording this so late? And why is it going up on a Friday instead of a Thursday? And then I would understand. Absolutely. But instead it's got the calculator app. And so it's, 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 it's staring me in the face and going, you must number and I must not number. I will not number. I cannot number. I will not number uh, but it's demanding that I number. It, it's telling me to math and I don't want to math. But again, I'm shocked that for some, why would the fuck would this be open? Why would the calculator be open? Did somebody break in here and do calculations? What if that happened? What if somebody popped into my house and just tried to figure out percentages? What if somebody came in and tried to figure out a cosine? Is my apartment the cosine apartment? Maybe my landlord did. Maybe they're just adding all the rents and shit together and they busted in here while I was out today and they went ahead and brought in the cosine of what my rent is. What if I get a fucking notice tomorrow? They're like, oh, you know what? We enjoyed using calculator. What if they give me free rent the rest of the year? Because I'm the calculator guy now. Hey, that's not so bad uh, I, I think a lot of this is a pipe dream and and a dream is a really strong word. If that's your dream, then <laughs> get free rent for a year, but then you got to have your fucking landlady come in here and use your goddamn calculator all the time. What if she didn't have a calculator? What if she had no idea where to get a calculator? And I, I, what if I, I and I don't say it, I won't say it to her. I'm not going to tell her, Hey, you can get a calculator anywhere. You know, I, Hey, you know what? Buy a new computer, put it on your desk and uh, jostle it. In the middle of the night, and see what happens, because apparently the calculator does come up and just will dominate you and force you to divide. I will not divide. I will not multiply. Uh, I will not do any of those things. Uh, What I what was I don't? What song is that? I don't we don't lie we multiply fuck I can't I'm so furious I'm dudes I'm an ancient man I'm the ancient oldest man in the fucking world and I need a calculator to go ahead and calculate just exactly how many years I've been on this earth and how many years I have left and how many fucking brain cells I've killed by trying to think of things and how the fuck we don't we don't lie we multiply we don't deny we multiply what the fuck is that song and I know there's that meme of like, ah, there's nothing worse than listening to a podcast, and you know the fucking song, and the guy doesn't know the goddamn song. And I apologize. I don't mean to do that to you. I certainly don't want to leave you holding the bag on that. If you know, we don't, uh, we don't deny, we multiply. And now I want to Google the fucking thing. Oh, mother of Christ. Maybe I'll come up to it in the middle of the fucking show, and then I'll shout it into the void that nobody will care about. You know what? Maybe I should just do some calculations. Hold tight. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. It's, oh, it's making percentages appear. All right, hold on. One, I'm hitting the cosine. I'm hitting, oh, X2, X1, 1 over X, X3. Uh, now it looks like, oh, it's a 333. Oh, there's a three. Oh, I'm see. oh, because I was punching letters, not numbers. Ah, now I'm going work. This is fucking fun. What if this was the show from now on? What if it was just me clicking my fucking computer keyboard and you trying to think about the math problems I was just busting out right the fuck now? hoo! Fuck you, Mensa! I'll do a goddamn math problem that'll blow it out your fucking ass! Yes! Listen to the dexterity of those fingers. The only thing we need is like an adding machine that goes. <laughs> That's a pretty good MSR. Just this deep voice. What is the cosine of 9? Next question. Divide 48 by 11. You must show your work. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm laughing at this, and I know none of you think this is funny. I think it's funny. Just random noises in my ridiculous voice. Um, but wouldn't you just pay to have me narrate anything right now? I, should, I just want to grab copy and read it. I want to read The God of War back. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to read God of War. Hold on. Living as a man outside the shadow of the gods, Kratos, along with his son Atreus, must venture into the brutal Norse wilds as they fight to fulfill a deeply personal quest. Discover an emotionally gripping tale of father and son. Journey to a dark elemental world of fearsome creatures. Conquer your foes in vicious close quarters combat. God of War, from Santa Monica Studios. Rated M for Mature. Ah, Hi. You know what? I'm doing this as if I'm auditioning for you, motherfuckers. Like one of you's gonna hire me to do some kind of voiceover bullshit, and that's never gonna happen. I, I, dudes, I gotta. You know what? I should be doing. How am I not doing voiceovers? How am I not? Uh, and I know you're thinking to yourself, "Well, Mike, you should. Don't you control that? Shouldn't you get an agent?" Yes, I should. I don't know the first fucking thing. I don't know how to fucking do that bullshit. I told you, I called my buddy, my buddy David, who helped me with my demo, my voiceover demo. Did I talk about this on the air? I must have. I had to. I've got nothing else going on in my life, so I must have talked about this. But I was like, hey, man, can I record a new demo tape? And he's just like, man, use the one you got. I'm like, that's 10 years old or eight years old. And he's like, doesn't matter. Your voice hasn't changed that much. It's fine. You, should, you just go ahead and get in the door and get work. And I'm like, no, but, but I should tell you this. I should call him now. I should send him that chunk of me doing math and talking. <laughs> reading the God of War fucking case. That You know what? I'm just sending this show out. This show is my new voiceover demo. I don't know how long it's going to be yet. But I know that they're going to have to listen to the whole goddamn thing to hear all sorts of twists and turns that come out of my goddamn voice box. Um So the calculator app popped up. I just closed it now because it is frightening. I don't I don't know why that happened. I don't know why it was demanding that I math in the middle of the night. I don't understand why that would be a thing. And yes, it is the middle of the night. And yes. Uh let's get to that. Let's talk about uh recording and recording times and things like that. Look, we we all I did a show six weeks ago and I told you Mondays. Monday are the Mondays the show, and I have to do the show on Monday. Well we had a good six week run. We did good at getting the show done on Mondays uh, for six weeks in a row. And then this week, uh, yeah, you know, it didn't happen. And here's a reason why. I will explain to you. I have a reason why this week. I have a couple of reasons why, but I'm only going to tell you one. How's the, how, take, how Take that. Take that and fucking run with it, goddammit. Because you, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, well, I want to hear all the goddamn reasons. Nope, not happening. You're going to get one fucking reason. You're going to like it. Uh, because this is a, a real reason. well, there's a couple of reasons I will give you I will give you a couple of reasons, but not all the reasons, but there's a few reasons. Um, number one is you know Monday is podcasting day. I stream Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, I'm on the air at three o'clock in the afternoon and then I wind up playing games until eight or nine at night. sometimes I'm, i I've gone as long as midnight or twelve thirty starting at three. That's right. I did a nine and a half hour stream one time as you know. Uh, but I, but a lot of the times I, I, I try to nip it in the bud around six, five or six hours, you know, it's, it's just, uh, that just seems like a lot. That seems like enough time, right? That's enough time for people to watch me playing God of War or whatever the fuck I wind up doing. Um, we actually finished God of War tonight. Uh, tonight I was playing today and I I won, I won the game. I, I survived. I was, um, the God of War and I have a kid. And I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to tell you anything that happened, but there were surprises. There were twists and turns. Uh, but we made it. We made it work. And now we're going on side missions. Now we're going, to, we're going to Lava Town and Poison Town and trying to solve all sorts of crimes. So that'll be fun. I'm excited to do that as the God of War just for a couple more days. Now we're picking a new game and trying to figure out what the new game's going to be. And Twitch is a business decision. So I have to decide to myself, you know, look, I, I want to play a game that's fun and I want to play a game that's entertaining for people to come in and watch. But at the same time, I need to find a game that uh, is popular because, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to a partner status, where I'm yawning, fuck, <laughs> trying to make money, uh, you know, going forward and stuff like that, and we'll see, I mean, I, I uh, you know, the numbers have gone way down while playing God of War, because it's not a popular game anymore, when I was playing Resident Evil 2, and people were watching me getting punched by zombies and shit like that, everybody was on board, I mean, I, I was getting fucking four times what I'm getting right now, which is fine, uh, I was excited about that, but I mean, I, I loved playing God of War, it was totally fun. Hi, I'm 51 years old. Uh, (laughs) ridiculous. How the fuck am I talking about video games and playing them on the air? But I am because that's, you know what? It's a viable gig. It's a gig. And I got regulars who come in and check me out. I got new people coming in all the time and I look and as you know i I've told you in the just the past few weeks uh, I'm excited for it i'm i I have it has momentum and I'm really excited I, I love playing I love talking to people about the stream and I had some kid that Ao popped in he's like thanks for entertaining me and he tipped me money and, and, the, and that's always cool and when people give money all the time our buddy Manny mo comes in there our buddy Jeremy our buddy Derek everybody comes in and they wind up giving cash and and uh and being cool about it and i and which is really nice I mean it's just it's it's uh you know, it's just a cool thing. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy about it. But and so I don't want. To, I'm, I'm not. But I'm, st- but I also want to make it worth it, worth those people's time. You know, if I play a game, because I want to get more new people in there too and stuff like that. Ah, you don't give a fuck. This is the kind of shit that I struggle with. This is why we're doing the show on goddamn Thursday. Not really, but I mean, I, you know me. I can, I can get overwhelmed. I can start to get quicksanded by a bunch of fucking things that I got on my plate. So here, here's um. Here's the two main reasons this week's show is late, and I, I apologize for it being late again. Like I said, and and I know you're uh, everybody's very nice, and they're like, "Come on, man, it's a, you know, it's, it's fucking cool. We'll wait for it. We'll get it when we get it." And but at the same time, I believe me, I recognize how how important. Uh, a regular schedule and repetition is regarding podcasting especially. I mean, again, if you turned on fucking NBC in the in the fucking 90s looking for friends at 8 o'clock on a Thursday and it wasn't on, and they're like, yeah, man, it'll be on tomorrow night. And you'd be like, what the fuck, man? I kind of planned my night around this. Now, nobody's planning their fucking day around me. Nobody's planning their Thursday around listening to my goddamn show. But at the same fucking time, it's become a constant. You guys know that it comes out on Thursday, and, and I apologize again for the fact that it did not this week, and I will be better. Going forward, I've been, like I said, I had a good six weeks. I was doing it on Monday. It was in the can. And uh, and this week really showed me how much I love having it done on Monday because it's, uh, I don't have to fucking worry about it. You know what I mean? It's just fucking done. I don't need to think about it. It's it's finished. Beginning of the week, I can go ahead and start streaming on Tuesday and everything's fine. Uh, but here's what happened, truthfully. Um, no, well, the, well, this is the one of the factors. Uh, this past Monday, a few days ago, uh, you know, Mondays are for podcasting, as I mentioned, we, I, and I've got a schedule. I get up and I'm, you know, I'm only seeing Shannon twice a month this now. So, uh, I had her this Monday. So I had, I was in the gym at 10 and then I was in Shannon at noon and then I had to go get a haircut at one. Uh, and then normally we would come home. We start thinking about the podcast. We start wondering what we're going to do. We start getting our, our brain amped up. Uh, but there are factors at play that come in, um, my sleep schedule is a thing. And, uh, and God damn it. This is, this is the show of a 50 year old man. Clearly. I mean, I, I know you've got all your other young people out there and they're talking about, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z and star Wars and fun stuff. And I'm talking about my fucking sleep schedule. And I don't know if you want to stick around for that. That's fine. I grant it, but this is what you get on a Friday on a Thursday. We've got wee fun. Yay. Everything's great. But on Friday we have to talk about my somnambulism and the fuck that I, the reason I fucking didn't do a show earlier in the week. Um, like, like Sunday uh, over the weekend, I was doing stuff. I was answering a bunch of uh, emails and stuff like that. Whatever the fuck. I, I, I was up till 815 in the morning uh, and then I went to bed and I and then I couldn't. It was just this weird wired thing where I was excited. I was happy that I'd gotten a lot of work done. But at the same time, um, I didn't want to bury myself and sleep the whole fucking day away. But it, uh, that's turned out to be what I did. I went to bed at 815 and then I went up. But I got up at two. Was it 230? I went to bed at 815. I fell asleep about nine, 915. Uh, and then I got up around 230. But that's still not enough sleep, man. That's just five hours. So then you're you're just kind of chasing your own fucking tail, catching up on sleep. And I'm finding in the old days, it was easy for me to do. Like I, I could just catch up on my sleep and everything would be fine. Um, not anymore, man. Fucking old man, Mike. I, I, I fucking, I get waylaid. I mean, I get knocked the fuck out to the point where I wonder, and dude, if I have mono. I mean, like, I don't know what the fuck is happening to me. But, uh, and, but I, well, fuck, I know what's happening to me. I'm not... I'm not sleeping. I don't have a proper schedule. So some nights I'll, I'll go to bed at 2. Like I said, two, bed by 2, up by 10. Bed by 2, up by 10. That's what I want to do. Sometimes I'll be in bed at 2. But sometimes at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm just waking up kind of in my brain because I've always been a late night dude. So, uh, so at 2, 2 will become 3. And I'll go, well, maybe I'll be up by 11. And 3 will become 4. And 4 will become 5. And then 5 will become 8. And then I'll go, well, you still gotta get up at fucking twelve, dude. You're not I'm not gonna sleep the whole fucking day around. I don't want to be sleeping eight to four. That's fucked. There's nothing worse than getting up at four o'clock in the goddamn afternoon, particularly in the fucking winter. I used to hate this when I worked fucking security guard uh over at Schwabaville. Uh well they, well it was yeah, that's <laughs> all right, Graveyardville. But Pete doesn't live there anymore, so who the fuck cares? It was it was Pete's uh, that's, it was Pete's building. It was Pete's gig. We talked about it a million times. But I called it Graveyardville because I didn't want to go. we used to call it Schwabaville. Um Uh, Why am I sniffing? Jesus Christ, that was a loud-ass sniff on your fucking podcast. I apologize. Um, So (laughs) when I worked security guard, I hated coming home and going to bed at like 7, 8, or 9 in the morning in the winter, in the fall, and then going to bed and then waking up at 4, and then it was still fucking dark. You know, I mean, I'd go to bed at like seven. It was it was still kind of dark, and then I'd wake up and it was dark. And it's that thing where you're never seeing the sun, and you get all fucking weirded out because you got no vitamin D, and your fucking brain is like fucking lagging behind, and you're like, "What the hell am I gonna do with myself now?" So I don't like doing that anymore. So now, even if I wind up going to bed at like nine, I'm like, "Dude, you got to get up at 12, 1 at the latest." Um, which is fine, but then even if the next two days I go ahead and I get seven hours of sleep, it's still there's still a void. Uh, I used to be able to rally. I used to be able to rebound from that. I used to be fine. I used to be, okay. I'd get up and everything's okay. And I was bright eyed and I'd make it work. And then maybe, you know, around that night, around like midnight or one, I'd start to feel a little laggy. And then I'd still get to bed around two or three. But now dudes, this, and this is totally fucking true. And it's been this way, you know, uh, all right, I should say this. Well, fuck. You, I think I've already told you this. How many, how, what What have I not told you in 11 fucking years? What do you not know about me? Jesus Christ. Um, In the summer, when it's fucking hot outside and I got the air on in my house, there is nothing I like more than, uh, you know, coming home from the gym or whatever and getting a shower and then sitting down with, you know, with all the drapes open and everything, letting the sun come in, but also having the air on and then sleeping. It's it's the, I don't even know how to fucking explain it to you. It's just, it's comforting to me to uh, to know it's hot outside, but it's cold inside and I can just go ahead and sleep and be fine. And, I'll, you know, I, even if I go out and swim or I go out into the fucking heat or whatever the fuck I wind up doing, that's fine. But I, I just... It's become a thing now where even when I sit down in the chair, if the air is on, it's it's Pavlovian. Like I I start to nod off because it just, it's the sound. It's the, because I sleep, uh, I sleep with a a fan on in my room. So I think it's just that fucking white noise sound just gets me and trips me and makes me want to go to sleep. It just fix, it, it, it makes my brain think I've got a crash. So, um, I didn't have the heat on or I don't have the air on, but still at the same time, not having any, uh. Any sleep Not having a, a A decent sleep schedule Like I'll get up Like Monday morning I got up I only I only had like Five and a half hours of sleep Maybe even five hours of sleep I went to the gym And I lifted So I lifted fucking hard And then I got busted I get in the shower I shave I go see Shannon That's fine I go get the haircut And then Monday I had a podcast to do I had to go and appear On another show And I went and I appeared there, and you know, and that was um, I had to get there, you know, at two fifteen, and I had to be there, and I I didn't get done until like four thirty or four or or five o'clock, whatever the fuck, you know. After doing the show, you talk, whatever, you hang out, and then it was five. Then I left there, and I had a couple of errands to run really quick, and I got home to my house, and then it's like, all right, we got to do the podcast. So I got into my house, and it was it was about six o'clock, six thirty. And I, uh, I put some uh, groceries away that I had. I just bought some yogurt and shit. And, um, and then I went and I sat on the couch. And I said, all right, I'm going to go check the phone. I'm going to see what I missed. Because I will tell you this too. I am uh, transfixed by baseball. Because baseball is coming. You know baseball is my favorite sport. And, uh, and right now the Philadelphia Phillies are chasing one of the best players in baseball. And they're trying to sign him as a free agent. And every fucking day... Every hour, every minute of every day is filled with updates about what's going on. The motherfucker hasn't signed yet. I'm waiting for them to sign this fucking guy. And uh, so Monday, it turned out um, there were two guys out there that I wanted the Phillies to sign, but I definitely wanted them to get one of them. It was this thing where I'm like, there's a guy named Manny Machado. He's a third baseman. There's an outfielder named Bryce Harper. And I wanted the Phillies to sign both because they got the fucking money. Why not sign both of these guys to start bludgeoning the league? Because these are two 26-year-old fucking guys. Machado's a gold glove third baseman who's got a hardcore bat. Bryce Harper is probably the swaggiest fucking, and I'm that's a word I don't use lightly. <laughs> he's the he's like a superstar with swag. Um he just he gets on base at a at a 900 percentage clip. He's just, he's just uh, you know, he's he's a ticket-selling, T-shirt-selling machine, and he's a left-handed bat in the middle of a fucking lineup that the Phillies fucking need. They need one of these two guys. I wanted both. So I've been monitoring this, this thing. I mean, because, again, it's fucking February. Pitchers and catchers have reported. They're about to—tomorrow morning, th- tomorrow morning, Friday morning, they're going to play Grapefruit League games. The Phillies play their first game tomorrow. These fucking guys still haven't signed. So Monday uh, of this past week, Manny Machado, I, you know, I'm, I'm out, and I see that he signs. I, I get a fucking thing on Twitter and I'm like, what the fuck? And he signs with the Padres, like a which is an unexpected team. Everybody had been mentioning them, but the Padres are not they're not good, okay? But they're going to be really good. They've got the number one farm system in baseball. So uh it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful park. I love going to games in San Diego. It's it's just it's right there in the gaslight district. Gas lamp district, gas lamp district. Not the gaslight district. I actually, you know, I was in the gaslight district for about four years, but I moved out. Um but in the Gaslamp District, that's where the stadium is. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, and, I, and I just I love when a weird team makes a fucking move like that. Sign a fucking Manny Machado. Sign a superstar. Energize your fan base. Let's get fucking San Diego back on the map as far as baseball, man. They've only been to two World Series. They got clouded both fucking times. Uh, and, and, I, and good for them. So I like when weird teams get a guy. Unless they take him away from my favorite fucking team. And the Phillies were the ones who were chasing both Machado and Harper and everybody was like they're going to get one of them definitely they might get two of them. Well, what I wanted them to do was make sure they signed the first one, okay? Because if they sign the first guy, then I know they have one. I don't have to panic. Then if they then you're just then it's all gravy. You're hoping they get two at that point. But if they've got one, you don't have to worry. But with him going off the board, that just leaves Harper and now you have to hope that some other surprise team that can, you know, won't just go um Get that stick to itiveness. You know what I mean? Like if they're just like if they see what the Padres, they're like, well, if the Padres did it, we can do it, too. And then they put out a fucking contract for Harper. sometime, what if the fucking literally like what are you looking on? You're on board and like the Texas Rangers decide to sign that fucking guy because they think they could be the next Padres. And you're just like, "Holy fuck. So now the Phillies are in a fucking derby, man." So Monday, like I said, I've been panicked, I've been wondering, I've been worrying. And again, you know me. I did a show about not caring too much about sports. You're not supposed to, but uh I mean, I love sports. I love to lube my lube. lube I love to lube myself with them. I lube, oh my god, do I love to lube myself. I oftentimes will jack off with baseball. Oh, oh dude. I totally lube myself with fucking soccer. Um I lose myself in them. It's totally fun. So, I mean, and especially when your teams are going to be good. So the Phillies, and also, by the way, the Phillies have had a fantastic offseason. But the thing is, all their fans are like, if they don't get Machado or Harper, it's a huge failure. I'm like, they just signed fucking, they get, literally got six new guys that are going to really help the fucking team. But unfortunately, everybody else in the division improved, and so they do really kind of need Harper and or Machado. Well, Machado's gone. So Monday, Machado's gone, and I'm like, holy fuck. So now I want to go read all the Philadelphia Twitter guys that I follow to see what they're fucking thinking. And then it turns out the GM for the fucking Phillies is like, well, this was against our valuation of the player. And I'm like, motherfucker, you guys have $8 billion coming from a goddamn cable deal. Why don't you fucking sign everybody? Sign, uh, Just give money to all the players. Sign them all. Quit telling me how much it's going to fucking cost. Because, again, not my money. You're owned by a fucking cigar guy who's worth $7 billion. And that's not even a fucking lie. $7 billion Plus they're getting this cable deal where they're getting like $3 billion from Comcast. You got all the money. You got that. You ever see the Dark Knight? You ever see when the Jokers got that fucking pyramid of money? Eh, the, The Phillies got that right in the fucking backs, in the bullpen right now. There's guys throwing fucking bullpens. There's not even a catcher out there. They're just throwing fastballs into money. Just piles of cash. So fucking dole it out. They should have signed Machado and Harper. Should have signed them both. But signing Harper would be fine. Signing Harper would be ideal. Signing Harper would be fantastic because I wanted, I wanted Harper more than Machado just because he's more fun to follow. But Machado would have been better for the fucking team. And, yes, you are going to sleep. The only, the only reason you are still paying attention is because my goddamn voice has you hard or wet. There's no doubt about that. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, hard or wet has to be the show name it has to be right so i'm gonna jot this number down so i remember exactly where we are hard or wet is the name of this show ladies and gentlemen i'm not even gonna fuck around and think about later on what i could think of there's there's no there's nothing else that's the only possible phrase it could be uh <laughs> so monday i come home and uh I've got to, you know, I'm, I sit down on the couch and I'm like, all right, I'm going to catch up on the Machado stuff before I podcast. I got to get this squared away. And, uh, and I get my phone out and it's and now it's like, it's like six 45. Okay. On, on Monday night. And I, I've got the phone and I'm looking through, I'm like, all right, Machado, I'm reflecting on the day I've had. And remember I, I pumped, I went to the fucking gym and I lifted hard. I didn't get any sleep the night before. And I didn't really get any sleep on Saturday. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, or I went to sleep at like 7:30 in the morning and I still got up at like one. You know, that it's just my hours are fucked. So Monday, like a goddamn car crash, it all comes to a head. It all just fucking smashes on the turn. So I sit down on the couch, I get the phone, I'm looking at Machado, I'm reading news, I'm reading stuff, I'm reading this on ESPN, I'm reading on MLB, I'm checking out Twitter, I'm looking at all this stuff. And then I uh I put my feet up on my cocktail bunch, my ottoman, and, and I I laid my phone down on my chest and I was like, all right, man, you got a podcast. Let's take a you know, let's take a mental inventory about what we're going to talk about this week. And uh and I cuz again, you know, if unless I've got a story fucking planned, it's it's you're getting a patchwork quilt or whatever the fuck I decide I want to talk about. So I laid, I put my feet up and I like this, like case in point, this motherfucker. I mean, literally I'm telling you why it's, I, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Mike, obviously you skipped the show on Thursday so you could do a show on Friday because that's all you fucking talked about at this goddamn point. And that's not true. I promise. Um, But I, uh, I, I sat on the couch and again, I had already done a podcast. I'd lifted. That was another thing I'd already talked for almost two hours on another show. And, uh, might've been an hour and 45 minutes. I don't know. I wasn't keeping track, but I mean, I was, I was engaged. I was, I was bringing the, the fucking heat. I was bringing the, the, the Mike Schmidt you all know and love. Eh, Maybe, maybe half of that's true. But I, uh, but so, so I had already podcasted that day and I think my body and my brain kind of, kind of did that. Like it made it it was like, all right, you already did your work today. Now, look, my, I told you, my fucking brain does that all the goddamn time. If I if I answer 20 emails, my brain my brain goes, you're done. You're, you're, look at the work you did today. Yay. Now you can go take a break, uh, even though you shouldn't take a break. There's, just, there's so many more things that I have to fucking do. I have to learn discipline and a work ethic, and I've got to get a schedule worked out, and I've got my sleep schedule worked out to where I can go ahead and accomplish the fucking things that I need to accomplish, right? Right. Uh, but that didn't help me Monday because, like I said, I already podcasted, so I came home after having podcasted, I'm, I'm catching up on stuff, and I, I literally feed up, I put my phone down, screen down on my chest, and I put my hands in my hoodie in the in the pockets, and I lean my head back. I said, all right, let's go ahead and take a look at uh, what we could bring to the people here. We can talk about stuff, and um, next thing you know, guys, I, uh, I open my eyes, and it is uh, 3.15 in the morning so i I literally fell asleep, and I mean I dude, I woke up feet up on the Ottoman. I hadn't moved, I did not move, man, so a phone is still on my chest i I just I sat there for fucking eight hours and slept on the goddamn couch, so. I, I, I was fried and I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. You know, and I was mad at myself and I was, I'm, I, I and then I, so then I beat myself up and I'm like, motherfucker, you're supposed to do this. You got a schedule, you got a stream tomorrow. Now you gotta, and then <sighs> I'm not proud of this, but it knocked my dick in the dirt and it fucked up my whole next three days. I just did because I've been, I've spent six weeks. I've been really good about the schedule and getting the show done on Monday and doing the best I possibly could. And, uh. And then that happened and it just, it knocked me for a fucking loop. I I don't, I, I just, I'm being honest. I mean, it's like, it just fucking, it made me, I, I couldn't find the motivation. I didn't have the plan. I didn't, I was upset at myself. So I was kind of beating myself up internally a little bit where I'm like, man, what the fuck? Um, it, it was, it, I felt burned out like, because, because again, I talk on the streams for five hours a day. So knowing that I, that's why I said Monday I take the stream off because that's for podcasting. Well, knowing that I blew that right out the fucking window, uh, I'm like, well, tomorrow I got a stream. So Tuesday I'm like, well, maybe I'll do the podcast in the daytime before that. But then I'm staying up late and I'm getting up too late to fucking do the show. And then I'm like, we can do the show in segments. But I don't want want to do the fucking show in segments. I like doing the show in one take. I like, because again, if I do the show in segments, I record something on what fucking Monday afternoon or two, I'm sorry, Tuesday afternoon. And then I have to go back Wednesday morning and listen back to the whole fucking thing to make sure I tie up loose ends or I hit the same fucking notes. Because that's the thing. This show's not a narrative. This show's not fucking straight downhill. It's a lot of zig fucking zag. So, uh, you know, if I can't come out back, I can't zig on Tuesday and come back and zag on Wednesday if I don't know what the zigs were for fuck's sake um so so i i just got in my head and i and i was like ah fuck you'll get it done well that's fine we got to do the stream we'll do it after the stream man once the stream is over and then the stream is over and that's five hours of being on for people and uh and i i've look i've i i recognize what i'm doing i'm playing a video game but at the same time i'm yelling and i'm kind of performing for people that are watching and, and i'm engaging the chat room and everybody's very nice uh but i but i was burnt I mean, I, I was burnt, but I still, you know, and also I'm trying to get Twitch off the ground. So I don't want to not do it. I don't want to go well, because again, it's my fucking fault that Monday happened. It's not me just kind of going, well, you know, uh, you know, accidents happen. Well, I can't do that on fucking Twitch. I can't be like, hey guys, canceling today's fucking stream because I got to do my Monday work on Tuesday. And then uh that means I can't catch my Tuesday work up, even though this is the most important part of the, and get ready for this fucking word empire. Okay. Um, of all the 40-year-old boy projects we have, we've got the Twitch channel, uh, we've got we've got the podcast, um, the YouTube channel, things like that. This makes the engine fucking go. This was the start. This is where you guys come. This is the show you listen to. Uh, this is where this is ground fucking zero of this goddamn enterprise. So I can't blow this off. I can't take this, this uh, you know, and make this not serious for fuck's sake, right? I can't just and I can't. There's no way I can just go, yeah, I'm not going to do one this week. Because then everybody goes away and nobody fucking comes. The only reason you're coming to Twitch is because you know me from this. The only reason you're going to YouTube is because you know me from this. So fuck, this is the most important goddamn thing. Um... But I was disappointed in myself because I let myself down because I didn't get it done on Monday. So then I was like, Ah, you know what? Well, you'll get it done, man. You'll do it on Tuesday. Well, maybe you do it. Oh, you know, after the stream or do it before the stream. And then and then Tuesday goes by. It just fucking flies by. And again, when the stream ends, I'm I kick out and then I, I you know make something to eat or whatever. And then I sit down, and then I'm 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 fried. But at the same fucking time, I will tell you this: I'm I'm when I say I'm fried. Uh, you know, I didn't fall asleep Tuesday night. No, I just, I spent, I went six hours and read online baseball and sports and politics and Twitter and every, every fucking thing, because I like to stay engaged in what the fuck is going on in the world. But in reality, all I'm doing is avoiding shit. All I'm doing is avoiding my work. I get it on the podcast right after I streamed. Um, because I know you're thinking to yourself, well, you're just talking Mike and you're right. I am just talking. I will not argue with that. And it is easy for me because then there's nothing to happen. I was talking about, i got, I was, uh, I did the Twitch stream today on Thursday. Okay. And, uh. I had to be sheepish and apologize to people in there and go, look, man, I'm sorry about the podcast being late. You know, it'll be out tomorrow morning. I apologize. And I was explaining a little bit about how the fact that I had a podcast on Monday, whatever. I didn't go into the detail that I've gone into this because holy fuck, who the fuck wants that? But I, um, uh, I told them a little bit and, and there's uh you know, listeners are in there and they were very nice. Crystal, this woman, Crystal's like, don't worry about it, Mike. We totally get it. You wait a day. And that's the thing is you guys are, you indulge me. And that's the thing is I don't want to fucking. Uh, take advantage of your indulgence and make it a thing. I, I need to be done every fucking Monday, and it's and you know we're back on it next week. We'll make it work. but uh but what made me laugh is I was in the chat room and I was like, yeah, I just uh, you know I got burned out, man. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like my body shut down Monday. I can't even explain what happened. it just it just fucking it killed me. and also yeah, I will be honest, the same thing happened to me last night because I was like i'll do the, I'll do the show Wednesday night or not even you know yeah, because it's still Thursday as far as I'm concerned, even though it's in the middle of the night, but Wednesday night, the same thing happened to me. Um, you know, I streamed Wednesday. I streamed for like fucking six hours or, or or, no, I was, I was five hours, five hours on Wednesday. And then, uh, I was meeting a listener, a friend, Michelle for dinner. And, uh, because she, she lives in Oregon, but she comes down here for work occasionally. And when she does, we, you know, we have a fucking restaurant we go to and stuff. It's fun to see her. So I went and picked her up. And, uh, she was in fucking, you know, she stays like 15 miles from my house. So I go get her. And then we wound up eating at re- a joint that was real close to my house. So I had to basically, I drove 15 to get her 15 to the restaurant, and then 15 to take her back and then 15 back. And I even told her last night, I go, look, I haven't been on the podcast yet. She's like, Oh, well, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, but I'm, you know, disappointed that I didn't fucking do it. And, um, but also, I you know she only comes down like once every two months. So I wasn't gonna go. Hey, I can't do that. But again, you see what I mean? You see what I mean by Monday fucking everything up? If I don't do it Monday, well then if Monday if I get it done Monday, I don't have to fucking worry about any of this. But the fact that it's not done Monday, then Tuesday that gets fucked up, and then Wednesday night gets fucked up. I can't tell her no. I can't do this. I can't cancel streams. I mean, it's just a thing for everything, and everything in its place, or a place for everything and a place for everything. what the fuck is it? Everything in its place, a place for everything and everything in its place. Jesus Christ! How about a thing for everything and a thing for everything and a thing for everything? Jesus God! I can't even talk. All right, so. Uh, why am I sniffling what the fuck Um, so I met Michelle last night we go to dinner and I take her you know I drive I pick her up I drive her out I we eat I drive her back I come home and I'm like all right, I gotta get this podcast done All right, and and the same fucking thing man I I I feel like the tin man in Wizard of Oz when he just fucking shuts down because he's all oiled up or whatever the fuck or, or you take a battery out of his back or whatever and he just fucking that thing where they slump over because I got home and again, sat down on the couch, and that, that you know that's the deal. These couch things, I you know I even I started to talk about this last week, man. Um, because because my sleep schedule is so fucked, my Mondays I'm getting the podcast done, but Monday, uh, last Monday, I was I started to talk, and I was like, oh yeah, you, you know, here's what's dangerous. I think I, I even started to talk about it. But I never even got the thought out. Um, I've, i you know I hadn't had a couch for the longest time, man. I haven't had a couch for a very long time, but having a couch now is is by turns fantastic and awful because it is really great. I love having a couch. I love being able to just, you know, sit on it and put stuff on a table. It's it's it, you feel grown up. I feel grown up by a furniture. I had one chair for the longest fucking time. Now I've got two chairs and a couch. I got a cocktail bed, just like an ottoman. I mean I I just I fucking love it. However, uh couches are fucking evil. Couches will suck you in, man. Couches. Uh, sometimes I'll lay on the couch. Like there's nothing more than a, I, you know what I fucking love again, brace yourself. Here comes a 51 year old man shouting in your goddamn face. You know what I fucking love? Oh my Christ naps. Oh, is there anything better? Like I said, I talked about with the air conditioning when it's the middle of the afternoon, you just fucking close your eyes. You get two hours of sleep in a chair, just listening to the fucking air conditioning hum. Oh, dudes. And I know I sound like I'm coming in my goddamn boxer briefs at this fucking point, but it's, it's that, you know what, I might love it, I might love it that much, I might, last Monday I recorded the show, but at the same time I had, I, I had a, I fell asleep and had a nap. I fell as I took a fucking three hour nap. And then this, this, you know, I'm talking about two weeks ago, Monday, not this other day when I did the podcast that, that time my body just fucking shut down. But again, I'm on a couch. I lean back. And that thing where you lean your head back and there's actually like a pillow or something to support it. Your head's not just hanging loosely off the goddamn husk of your torso. And I, uh, God damn, I, I, I love a nap. And I, And couch naps are just devastating. you know I, I mean, I like my couch. my couch is nice, you know, I, but I, I wish I had a big overstuffed couch when I go see Maki when I our friend Maki Ruiz, who's, who's uh, Maki Cook Ruiz, who's a fan of the a fan a friend of the fucking show. What am I saying? She's my friend, so I go see her, and she's got this couch that you just. Oh my God, you sink into it. You just, you leave your body imprint. Oh, it's the best. And I, I, I'll fall, I fall asleep in her place and I, I'm embarrassed when it happens. I'm an uncle. You know what I am? I'm a fucking uncle. I mean, I'm a real life uncle to a bunch of fucking kids, but at the same time, I'm also like the, that weird fictional uncle who just falls a fucking sleep. I I, I might be that old dude, the grandpa in fucking 16 candles who befouls a bathroom and then comes out and just sleeps. Oh, canine cologne. That fucking dude. Um, and I wish I wasn't, I'm trying not to be, you know, I, and, but it's up to me. I got to have the discipline. I got to be two to 10, two to 10, two to fucking 10, two and 10 fucking driving, hands on wheels and fucking sleeping two to 10 fucking get it done. Um, and trick your fucking brain and trick your fucking body. Don't do a fucking podcast on Monday and then come up and go, Oh, well, my work's already done. It's this weird work schedule thing. And it shut me the fuck down. So anyway, I was, tell, I was saying, I was doing the stream today and I streamed again this afternoon and, um, I, I fucking sure enough, man, I, uh, I was telling the people in the in the in the chat room that I I the show I, I kind of got burnt out and I didn't really explain why. But I'm talking on these streams a lot and then I got I got burnt out, so I'm gonna put it, I'm just gonna put it off a day, and then. I was playing the game and, uh, you know, with the stream, I'm, I'm, I'm engaging, trying to be engaging and fun. And we're having a good time and I'm talking and, and I'm, I'm trying to be jokey and, f- and we're fighting and I'm yelling and I'm fucking screaming. I'm like, sit down and I'm fucking killing robots and whatever the fuck else and killing droggers and killing, uh, poisonous revenant witches and killing were will Wilver- wolverns and whatever the fuck killing everything. And you're just fighting everybody and you're screaming and yelling. Well, then I wound up finishing God of war. Today, I want to finishing the game. And, uh, and so when it ends, there are credits that run, which are, you know, they, it's everybody who worked on the goddamn show, their name goes through. And, uh, and these games are a fucking project, man. It's not like, you know, four dudes in somebody's house and then somebody came by and put some pixels to it. I mean, it's a fucking crazy script. And I mean, everywhere you go, I mean, I'm doing, I'm climbing a volcano yesterday to go fight on all these different levels and fight all these monsters. I had to go to fucking poison town and fight all those dudes. I got to go to fucking uh, snow town yawning. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck me. Um, but sure enough, man, I, I wind up doing all that stuff and, and, uh, it's crazy the the amount of screens and the detail and everything is, is the detail and the characters and the faces. And, you know, I, I had to fight a God named Balder and then his mom, you know, she's involved in all these different things. No spoilers. Uh, but the credit guys run. And in my opinion, if the credit guys run, just like I go to a movie, I go to a movie and I watch the credits. Whenever I see a movie, I watch the credits. I'm hope, you know, you're hoping there's an Easter egg or you're just waiting to see if there is, but even if not, and again, this is this will sound cheese dick, and I don't mean it to. But at the same time, this is kind of my industry, not movies. I mean, I, I was, but the entertainment. And if these guys worked on the project. Uh, you should watch the credits. I should, because I want to I want to at least read names and see. Hey, look, do I remember who the fucking associate production director is? No, I don't. Do I know who William Chip Beeman is? Yes, he's an executive vice president who worked on fucking God of War. But I know his name because he put the name Chip in quotation marks. And I was like, fuck you. Be brave. I shed the William and just be Chip. Because then later on, there was another guy named Chip. And I'm like, fuck you, William Chip Beeman. Fucking this Chip has the balls to just be Chip. Nobody needs your William tagged along to look at you fucking professional. You know? um. So I, but when the credits come, you know, people are still in the chat room and they're watching, and I'm watching the credits. Well, I mean, these credits were like 15 fucking minutes long, and I like to watch them, so I also have to engage the viewer. Certainly, so I'm reading the names, and I'm doing this thing where I'm I'm trying to read them as quickly as possible. I only read some names, but I'll also do a stupid thing like a name will go by, and it'll be, it'll be like Mark Goodson, he, and he he worked as a visual animator, and I go, you know, this was not an interesting project until all of the visual animators got together and they said, well, who are we going to bring on board? Well, we could hope for a Mark, uh, Mark Wilson. Could we, but we couldn't possibly get him. And then his names there on the screen. Of course, it's just silliness. I'm having fun. Did I say the same name? Mark Wilson, Mark Goodson. I don't know what I just did. Um, but I did that through the whole credits and I'm just babbling and talking and just, and just fucking shouting out and calling guys names and, and then putting them in scenarios and reading names really fast and whatever the fuck. And in the chat room, I just see Anzil put up and she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, I could definitely see why you're burned out because it's not like you do enough talking anywhere else. I mean, just like busted my balls. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, it's the same shit Max used to say to me when I'd be like, dude, my brain is fucking fried. He goes, just sit down and fucking talk. Just open the fucking microphone and say some stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it's got to be interesting to fucking people. And nobody's going to fucking care. And he said, just do it. Just open the fucking microphone and talk. And I, I, while I still don't agree with that philosophy because it still takes something to sit down and do this, uh, because I don't know how fucking interesting this is. I don't know if you like this. If this is any fucking good, this is still me talking about falling asleep on a couch twice. I mean, that's still fucking. That's still the meat of it, for fuck's sake. But uh, but then again, let's be honest. Whatever I tell you in this voice, you're going to think to yourself, "Oh man, that sounds amazing." I, you know, I love listening to Mike tell me stories about falling asleep on a goddamn couch. This is this is what it's all about. This is, this is when Mike, uh, uh hi, <laughs> God damn it. I love it. Um, so the point is, that's my apology. Uh, I got a little fried out and, uh, my body kind of, you know, my body also gave out on me on Monday and Wednesday night. It just, it, it was this thing where I could not keep my eyes open. Like I felt like a zombie yesterday night. I got up Wednesday and I, I fell asleep and then I, what was it? I got home from her like 10.30, maybe 11 o'clock. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down here and gather my thoughts. And then I woke up and it was four. And in my brain, I'm like, all right, well, you can still go record the podcast, but I could barely get off the fucking couch, man. And then I got off the couch. I went, you know what? I'm going to bed. And I, 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 Closed my eyes. And then I woke up and then I was like, uh, you got to put something online, dude, to tell people the fucking show's not going to go up. And, uh, and again, everybody was very understanding and super nice people on Twitter, people on Facebook. And and I, I do appreciate your indulgence and it will not happen very often, but, uh, but thank you for understanding or, and and if you don't understand and you just want to tell me to fuck off, I get that too, man. Um, you know, people always say stuff like, well, it's free entertainment. Well, for, you know what? For, for 105 people, it isn't. There's Patreon people who fucking support me. And I, I, this is a gig, man. And you're paying my fucking bills. You're paying my job. Uh, so I, I don't mean to leave you in a lurch. So thank you for everybody who gives and, and continues to give and doesn't fucking hold me to a, uh, you know fucking hold me to a standard i was gonna say some ridiculous standard but fuck that's not ridiculous you want your show you pay for it on patreon so why the fuck would you fucking think to yourself oh yeah well no what we're paying for nothing fuck that it's bad enough that i'm not you know on on patreon i'm sure i'm not filling the rewards the way you thought you i I would but at the same time i'm glad that you guys are supporting the best that you possibly can and thank you that's all i'm gonna shut the fuck up about this now jesus christ no matter how good your voice is you can only get away with this a little bit at a time but uh But yeah, so there you go. I mean, it's it's this is what happens. You know, I've got to get a schedule going. I've got to work it out to in a position where I'm, I'm just getting the proper amount of sleep. You know, I've made so many strides. I've done really well. You know, we're coming to the end of February here, and I'm feeling really good about 2019. You know, like I said, I got to stand on a scale on March 1st and see where I'm at. I'm just I'm just in a good space. I think I'm in a good place. Except for the fact that the fucking show goes up, uh, you know, because normally I would kill myself over this. I would be I would be beating myself up and fucking begging forgiveness and telling you, oh fuck, I can't believe I did this. Well, I mean, I can believe I did this. I've done this in the past and I've been fighting it, but I've been really good about turning the tables on it. But at the same fucking time, you know, right now at this, I just I have to I can't be mad at myself. And, you know, as long as you're not mad at me, that's cool, and I can just think to myself, you know what, this is fine. I mean, I you, you made a mistake and now you want to learn from it, and then next Monday you do a fucking show. And uh, and I will. And that's and there you go. Take that. That's me telling you about this goddamn thing. Holy fuck. Because I mean, I over the weekend, I was so happy. Like Saturday, I got so much shit done, dude. I fucking did. I did eight loads of laundry. I fucking cleaned my whole house. And I still did. I did a split stream. I did a stream in the afternoon and a stream at night. Uh, I answered like 45 fucking emails and Facebook messages. I mean, I was a killer on Saturday. It was great. Uh, But again, but what I did was then Sunday morning, I went to bed at 930 in the fucking morning. And then I made myself get up at 12. And then Monday I had to get up and go to the gym at 10 and just, and that's it. It's the cascade. It just starts it. So the thing is maybe here's the thing. Here's what I think is the clue. Why don't you start your work at three o'clock in the afternoon instead of starting your work at fucking 11 o'clock at night? That would be a good idea. At least the correspondence part. The, I mean, the laundry and shit I did during the day, that's fine. I ate eight, eight fucking loads, man. And that's, and that's linen, that sheet, that's fucking towels, the matching fucking socks. And, uh, and, uh, let me share this bit of crazy with you. I, I actually showed, <laughs> there was a, uh, there's a guy named Eric. He writes me occasionally. And he's a really nice guy. And he's like, "Hey, I love when you do these deep dives into your brain, man. I like hearing those fucking those kinds of shows." And I'm like, "Yeah, you might be the only one, dude." But we're doing a lot of fucking belunking these days. So I mean, what the fuck? I'm glad Eric's on board and he's listening. And he just, he, you know, and he joined in the Twitch stream the other day and he threw me some money. Thank you, Eric. That was super cool of you. And again, thank you to Manny Mo and everybody else who fucking gives on the Twitch thing. You know, it's just it's making it viable and it's making me happy. And I'm really, I'm really excited. So thank you, thank you for that. But um. But Eric is like, yeah, man, I like these deep dives and all this stuff. And, you know, it reminds me of when I did this. And he's got stories when he's crazy or whatever. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's the guy I wrote this note to. I think it was. But um, I said, enjoy this chunk of my crazy. Since I said, you like deep skull dives, buddy? Brace yourself for this. And uh, I'm going to share it with you now. On Saturday, I did laundry. And, uh, you know, I had two loads of colors two loads of hangups, two loads of linen, two loads of whites. So because the whites are, you know, a bunch of towels, rug, uh, dish towels, all that fucking bullshit. And then, uh, and so it's all separated and all my socks, you know what I mean? And I haven't done laundry in a couple of weeks here. So, so I've got two sets of sheets to wash in, in addition to everything else. So I do the socks and I bring them inside And, uh, I drop, you know, it's a, and it's a fuck ton of whites. I mean, it's two loads, but I put them in one basket to bring them in. They're done drying together. I bring them in and I put them on the, on the floor and, uh, I mean, I put the baskets on the floor and in one sock, two socks fall out. All right. One sock was hanging off the basket, but two socks fell out. So I, uh, I went and I picked up the two socks and I put them back in the basket. And then in my head, I go, wait a minute, you got to remember those two socks because obviously they want to be together. And, uh, because why else would they jump out of the basket together? Because they were trying to make a break for it and they were doing it together because obviously there's some sort of couple. And so I guess you got to keep an eye on these two socks, make sure that those two go together because they are clearly, they're, they're a pair, they're a couple. So, uh, because they were in this together and that's why they jumped out of the fucking basket. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Well, What about the third one that's hanging out of the basket? Because the two that fell, there's one that's hanging now was he, partnered up with one of those socks, and then she ran away with one of the other socks? Or was he trying to get those two? Was he like the parent of those two socks, and he's trying not to get them to run away and ruin their lives, stay with the herd? I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. But I knew those other two socks had to stay together. And then I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. If those two socks need to stay together, that means that all of these socks have to have a partner. Like and Then I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. Is this like, do the socks... Do they have partners like when they, cause again, I partner them up and they go in the drawer. I mean, I've got like fucking, you know, 30 pairs of socks in my goddamn drawer. So are all of them when I match them up, are they like, all right, this is it. This is us. We're married. We're us together forever. Uh, and then I thought to myself, well, what? That means that every time that I wash them, I might be scrambling them. Now, are they happy about that? That's what I wonder about these socks. Are these socks thinking to themselves, holy shit, I can't believe you broke up our happy sock family. Or is it all just speed dating to them? It might just be fucking speed dating. Because you know what, when I put, you know, and again, you put them in the washer, the dryer, whatever the fuck they go through, but then when I match them together, because the way I match my socks, I don't know how you guys fold your socks, but here's how I match mine. I put my socks together and then I roll down the top, the, the elastic part. So they stay together in a, in a little sock house. Um... So, so I'm matching them up and then they stay together and then, uh, you know, do they have those partners do they become attached or like I said, are they happy to mix it up? Are they happy to have new partners every goddamn time I do the laundry? Is it speed dating to them? They get two weeks together and then, Oh, uh, they're two weeks in the basket and then they get washed and then they get a new partner and they get to fucking learn all about that fucking sock. I don't know. I have no idea how it works. All I know is those two tried to escape. And so in my mind, I thought to myself, well, you know what? I got to keep them together because obviously they're a couple. They are absolutely the two socks that need to stay together. But at the same time, if those two socks need to stay together, what does that say about the one who was hanging out? Was he trying to stay with the other one because he was there with that one from last week and he doesn't want to do the speed dating anymore? And this progressed to me going, you know what I need to do? I need to get a Sharpie. I need to put a number on every single sock. So then there's a one and a one, a two and a two, a three and a three, and then I can just match them up forever. So then when I bring them out of the washer, every sock gets to live with their same partner the rest of the time that they're together. But then I thought to myself, well, hold on. Wait a minute. If this is the speed dating thing, who the fuck are you, man, to be matchmaker and match these fucking socks up? Because what if they're socks that hate one another and they're happy with the speed dating or they don't get along? And then I match a four and a four together and it turns out it's two socks who hated each other two months ago and never wanted to be together again. But now I've married them for all fucking eternity. That's not fair either. I can't figure it out. So I, I thought to myself, you know what? You can't play God with these socks. You can't go writing fucking numbers on them and making them. These are, you know what? These are arranged sock marriages. You're not that kind of guy. Your name's not Devish Patel. You're not going to fucking arrange a marriage between all these goddamn socks and meta have fucking squared up. But you got to go speed dating. But at the same time, it made me think of those, those forlorn two that tried to escape the sock Romeo and sock Juliet who tried to get the fuck away while sock Montague was hanging out of the fucking basket trying to get him to fucking separate. So I wound up matching those two together, and then I just speed-dated the rest of them. And hopefully, that's going to be okay for them going forward, because I can't possibly think about this one second longer. And I can't bring it to your attention anymore because holy fuck, you already think I'm an idiot for doing a show one day late. And now you're thinking to yourself, motherfucker, you are not the fucking arranged marriage sock guy and you're not going to be fucking writing numbers with Sharpies. And what is wrong with your brain? But it's just the same fucking way as the bottle caps and the bottles. I told you, man, you open up a fucking water bottle. That cap is married to that bottle. Don't fucking switch them. Don't separate them. They've been together through the entire goddamn process and they need to go get melted down together too. just fucking make it happen. Make caps and bottles stay together. Let the socks stay together. Let me and you stay together. You know what? They can't tear us apart. I don't give a fuck if the show's a day late. I don't give the fuck if it did, uh, the show's a dollar short. You guys are always going to come back, whether it's Thursday, whether it's Friday. If I do the show on Monday, if I do the show on Tuesday, if I put it out on a Wednesday morning, I put it on Sunday morning. I can always count on you guys being in my corner. I can count on the crystals telling me it's okay. I can count on the Anzils busting my balls and telling me, you know what, man? You should fucking watch it out there because obviously you're burned out with all this fucking shit you're saying and making fun of me for fucking talking about credits for fucking 25 minutes ah fuck Eight loads of laundry queered the deal by wondering about matching up the goddamn socks (laughs) god i'm an idiot holy shit uh but now i've just i that's this is my life i mean I, i get my chores done i i live online i'm doing the twitch streaming i do social media uh I followed a kid on fucking Instagram. I'm fucking worried. But I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about it. This is not a good thing, probably. Um, the Rock retweeted her. She's a dancer. And her dance... She, this dance thing she did was fucking fierce as hell. She danced in a bunch of people. I, I just... It was joyous. It was her doing this fucking this hip-hop, I didn't even, I look, I can't even describe it, I didn't even want to, know. she twerked a little bit, she just fucking, uh, but just in, in the service of the dance, it wasn't like she was twerking like, hey, fuck me in the ass, she's just, she's a fucking, she looks like she's 13, I, I don't know, she's like this little girl, and, uh, I'll tell you her name, it's like Nicole Laino, Iano. I don't know, it's Nicole, and I think it's I-A-E-N-O, or L-A-E-N-O, I have no idea, but, uh, but I followed her because The Rock tweeted her, and she was all excited. And she's just, like I said, she's just joyful. There's interviews with you know, she, her mom, because her mom runs the account. Her mom puts up clips of her, and she's like, oh, I hope everybody has a great day. And then she hugs a bunny. And then there's like a, you know, like the sound of wind chimes, and everybody's happy. You know what I mean? That kind of bullshit. It's just fucking beautiful. But at the same time, she's dancing in half shirts, and she's doing a lot of uh, suggestive, like fucking body contortions and shit like that. And I just, uh, I, 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 I question whether or not I should be on board with that. I question if this is a big trap. I wonder if this is just a trap. Like if she's a cop, if she's like, she's regularly a cop and she's pretending to be underage. I have no idea, man. I don't, I don't know because online, man, it's a whole fucking different world. The, I I, dude. I was, this is crazy. I, she did an Instagram story and it looked like she was laying in bed she's, it's just dark and she's laying in bed and kind of holding the phone. And I just, I reflexively closed it immediately. I didn't even, it just didn't even seem like something I should be watching. There's a 13 year old girl in bed and I'm looking at her through the fucking phone. Get the fuck out of here, man. What the, what are you doing? Where's the parents? Where's the mom? Um, so I, I don't know. I, in this Twitch thing, man, you know, I get, I get followed by people and people send me notes. I got a, I, I got a note on Twitch and it was a, it was, um, Someone wrote me, and he he's he's been liking all my stuff. Like whenever I play, it'll it'll, it'll say uh, this person liked an activity, this person liked an activity. So he was liking a lot of things, and I think it was a he again. You don't know it's a screen name, so I don't know if it's a fucking he or a she or whatever the fuck it is. But it kept liking and kept liking and kept liking, and I was like, oh, that's neat. And then they wrote me a note. Now I, I a lot of people have written me notes on PS4, and eh, not a lot, you know, a handful, but I mean a lot of notes because I mean, well, it's, it seems like a fucking lot because when you answer people on PS4. You got to type and you got to type at the fucking numbers. and You got to move the fucking pad. I can't use a keyboard and just fucking, cause I mean, I, you know, as, as we learned earlier, listen to me, typing. That's me. I'm a badass, right? Okay. But on the fucking iPad or the, the controller or whatever the fuck for the PS4, it's like doot, 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 and you got to press one letter, doot, 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 one letter, doot, doot. I mean, it's just so fucking arduous and you can't talk to text it. There's no way to just verbally do it. Or at least I didn't think there was. So this person was writing me notes and, uh, and I answered them back and there were some spelling errors and I figured it was, you know, whatever it was because again, it's all shorthand bullshit because when people text, I guess I've, I've been reading now that everybody's saying, oh yeah, this isn't just evol- an evolving of language. You know, when people start using the letter R instead of the word R and the letter U instead of the U, I mean, look at there, I, like I said, unless you're Prince, you don't fucking get to do that shit. But apparently, Young people—that's their deal now. It's—it's it's evolved to the point where that's—that's that's acceptable, and they—and a lot of linguists are saying this is just the next uh, wave of what language is going to be. It's going to be very short and very. Uh, very abbreviated, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, and they're also like, and grammar's going away, and again, this is 51-year-old man, again, talking about fucking falling asleep on a goddamn couch, but the very fact that the goddamn semicolon or the Oxford comma are all getting, like, shunned and put away, and also, if you correct somebody or if you just do your shit right, people are just like, wow, what are you, so uptight, man, you spell your words right, I mean, (laughs) have the standards fallen that fucking far in this goddamn country, Jesus Christ, spell your words right, spell out your words, Use your big boy letters. You know what? There's 26 letters in the alphabet. Use them all. Why not? I'm not going to count. I'm going to hope that it's 26. and I'm just going to fucking go forward. But don't think my brain won't obsess about that until the time I fucking say cut. Uh, I was going to say cut and sc- uh, stop. So I said scut. That's what we'll go. We'll scut. we'll scut. let's scut this show. Let's scuttle it. Um... So I get contacted on, on on the PS4. Like I said, this person's writing me notes, and I write them notes back. It's like T H A, and I just call them by their screen name. And I'm like, thank you, you know, I appreciate you checking it out. I appreciate you, you know, whatever the fuck. I try not to because I can't type that. It's fucking forever, man but I got to send a note because if somebody writes me a note, that's really nice. And we're trying to grow a fan base. We're trying to grow this from the ground up. It's a grassroots deal. So I got a DIY. I got nobody else who can type my responses. I got to do it myself. And you know how fucking hard it is for me to type you guys' emails back or Facebook messenger messages. Well, imagine me doing it on the PlayStation with beep, 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 A, beep, 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 R, beep, 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 E, you know what I mean? What the fuck? But this person was nice enough to write me, so I had to write them back. So I did. I wrote them a note. It was just something like, you know, thank you for following, and I appreciate the advice they they gave me a tip on how to play, and uh, and then they sent me a message back, and it was a, it was an audio message. Now I didn't know you could do audio messages. I had no idea. I, I because if I could do that, I'll just fucking do that all all goddamn day, because the typing thing is such a fucking drag. And I had already typed out like twenty five messages by then. So then when this kid sent me a note back, and I, that's right, it is a kid. I've just I've just blown the jig right now because I. Uh, I fucking I played his, his audio and and it, it was a boy. Um a young man. I, I don't know what you want to say, but it did not sound to me like someone who was over the age of thirteen. Sounded like a very young person. And uh and he and uh he, he was really nice. He wasn't, he didn't, he didn't tell me I was stupid. He wasn't mean, you know, cause we get people in the chat room. We got to ban him, all these strangers or whatever. But he, uh, he, he was, he just said, uh, he, I like, I like watching you play the game. Thank you for writing me back. I, I will always watch you stream because you make me laugh and I think you do a really good job, but he didn't say it that smoothly because he's very young. So it was a, you know I, I I I think that I think you I think you're good and that that um you know how when a a kid doesn't have the confidence in their words and they're maybe not expressing themselves the right way or also at the same time maybe this is maybe he's shy or maybe he's not maybe it's just uh that's how people communicate via PlayStation I don't want to make presumptions um but but I I have to admit that it made me you know hearing his voice it it gave me a start certainly, but also at the same time, it made me simultaneously incredibly happy and also really sad. And that's because I'm a weirdo. Uh, case in point, the sock story, case in point, bottles and caps. But to me, it, it felt very much like this, um, it made me very happy that he had nice things to say and that he connected with me in a way where he wanted to send me a note and he wanted to make sure that his voice was heard and that I paid attention to him in some way. And it made me tremendously sad to think that maybe, and again, i am created a backstory for, for a disembodied voice that I've never met in my life and probably never will. It made me think that maybe he was alone and he had his headset on and he maybe he didn't have a lot of connection with the outside world or he didn't have a lot of friends or he didn't have a lot of people that he ran with online. And he found in me something he could watch and he could be entertained by. And then when I responded back to him, it was like the TV coming to life. And so when he contacted me back, he was nervous. Um, but he said very nice things instead of, you know, because again, anybody in, in a world where everybody has all of the confidence that everything they do and say is the right thing, I have to admit it was refreshing, even though it was sad for me to hear somebody who was unsure of themselves. You know, he didn't address me with, "Yeah, man," because man, we get all these guys on Twitch who write me, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I you know what? I finished this game in like five minutes. I mean, I, I got a platinum trophy. I kicked its ass." Hey, there's fucking monsters coming up that you're not going to be able to handle. You need to go back and get your armor. Like everybody, they come in and they, and they're look, they mean to help, and they, and that's fine. I like it. You know, we are we're all busting balls and having fun. The regulars are there, but then when new people come in, I told you there are people who are like, "Man, you're funny. Like, who are you? Like, what do you do? Are you a comedian? You know, all that shit," which is totally fun. But then there are people who everybody. Everybody swings their dick around. It's online, so everybody's like, "Yeah, man, I got, did a speed run on this and I never got touched." All that, and that's fine. I got no problem with that because I'll leave, I'll even look at that when they say it. I go, "Hey, man, that's awesome." I'm never going to do that. I'm going to go and I'm going to I'm going to die a thousand times, and I'm going to try to be as funny as I possibly can while it happens. But when he he hearing his voice, hearing the trepidation, hearing hearing it was a little shaky, um. And not because he was in awe of me, or not because he was, he was, you know, nervous because I'm a star, a celebrity, or anything. He just, he just sounded like a boy, uh, who who might not know who he is yet, and he's just learning. and And one of the things he knows he loves is video games, and and that's how he communicates, and that's how he finds his joy. And to know that I was part of that joy, it it, it just made me really happy. But at the same time, it made me think, oh, because I remember when I was a kid, you know, I was in basements. Uh, I had a basement room in in my townhouse when I was in high school, freshman year, and I would, I would, and again, stay up all night, which is where the seeds of, of my, my weird lifestyle began. I would, I would go downstairs and I would stay up all night playing Stratomatic baseball by myself. And, uh. And I was, I was okay with that. Would I have rather had someone to reach out to? Would I rather been playing with a friend? Yeah, probably. And I played with friends during the day and we had a league and we did all that stuff. But at nighttime, you know, you're home alone. And, uh, and when you're 13 and you're not sure who you are and you're just becoming something, you're not sure what it's going to be. Uh, there's no bedrock in your life. School is a crapshoot. Maybe there's bullies. There's homework. You're not sure if you're going to do okay in high school. You're, you know, 13 is even eighth grade. I mean, I was double promoted, so I was in high school early. But, uh, you know, you get that weird thing where you get it, now you got a shower with kids in school, and maybe you want to go out for football, but you're too small. I mean, it just, hearing his voice and uh, and knowing that he's probably orbiting puberty right now, it just, man, it was nostalgia. And, and it was, like I said, it was joyful because I thought, uh, you know, of all of the good things that that's, that the kid has in his future and all of the landmarks that are going to be coming up, he's still going to, you know, he's, he's, he's got his whole life ahead of him and he chose to take some time out of that life to contact me and, and and it made me it made me really happy, and like I said, also sad because I can also create the backstory where he's alone and he doesn't have any friends, and so he was so eager to to talk to me once I finally contacted him that he immediately sent a voice message and it was a little shaky and and i uh you know me I make up all sorts of different scenarios but uh but I remember being that age, and I remember feeling alone a lot. And, uh, you didn't know about girls and you didn't know about l- l- life. And, you know, my mom was out all the time and, you know, I was, I was fighting with my brother and it just, just, and, and it's that thing also where it just, you know, if you if your PlayStation goes out, it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? You don't, anything that happens, you miss your bus, your life is ruined or that girl doesn't like you. And, oh Christ, I don't know if I can ever go on. Everything is a gigantic tragedy. And uh, you know, I look around at what we've got as we've grown up, and I see a lot of people who've actually kind of reverted that same mindset, but with adult things. Trump is a huge tragedy, and oh my god this this empire guy who faked his bullshit, what a monster, and he's ruined everything, and it's just everybody makes that same leap when we were kids you- you, you know you didn't know there you should know better as an adult when you were kids, you didn't know what was to come, so of course, everything was a tragedy because everything was new, but if you're fifty you've, you've lived a life. So you know what? We've survived this long. We'll keep surviving and we can hope that things get better and we can work the most that we can to make things better. But, but these people bleeding and wringing their hands and whining and, and bitching and just, I mean, Jesus. And I do the same fucking thing. Like I fall into the fucking trap. I'm sure in two weeks I'll be doing it. One of you will write me a note. Hey, yeah, remember two weeks ago and you were fucking saying this was dumb. It is probably dumb. I get it. Um but again it's the thing I talked about last week with Facebook and everything else. I don't I don't get I don't get trolling, I don't get memes. I don't I don't get any of that shit. It doesn't make any sense to me, you know? And look, I'm not being productive. I'm sitting in my fucking house and passing the fuck out on the goddamn couch. It's not like I'm like doing anything better. I get it. But to hear that kid contact me, you know, I picture him playing home alone. And uh and when you're a kid, there's nothing better than playing you loved it so much i loved playing we played court baseball and and it was it was so fun to see your friends and go and go play and for him to take time out of playing which is the most important thing when you're a kid to take the time out from playing to watch me play and then contact me and tell me he liked it that that was pretty fucking special and that probably speaks a lot to my headspace these days and and uh i'm certainly adding import where maybe there is none but to me it uh moved me and so i wrote him back and and uh you know he he doesn't participate in the chat room but he uh but he's written me a couple times on playstation and it's just it's just nice it's it's uh it's great. It it's it made me think of being a kid and wishing I had uh something like that. So, you know, <laughs> I'm still just a fucking idiot swearing at a goddamn computer screen. But if uh you know, if if people want to tune in and see that and if if it moves them to comment or it moves them to send me a note, uh especially someone who has nothing but life ahead of him then uh, I'm doing it right. And it makes me happy. You guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You guys can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. Did you know I'm on Instagram and Snapchat? Well, fuck. Yeah, I am Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Mike four zero Y O B on the PS4. I am also Mike 40YOB, if you want to write me a note on there. I've just mentioned I've been answering all those goddamn notes. And it's funny, I want to send voice notes now, now that I know that you can, but also part of me thinks that that's a cop-out. I know that sounds ridiculous. Uh, like, put the effort into typing, but, but I mean, I'm I'm so much better at this. But, I mean, I can still type. Listen. <laughs> oh, my computer jumped right in with a goddamn message for you. Uh, certainly I can type, but I'm better at talking. But, uh... But still, contact me anywhere, Instagram, Snapchat, all those places I just talked about. Find me, please, and uh, and I'll be happy and you'll be happy. We'll be talking to one another back and forth. Uh, Ryan Dirks does all the web stuff for this show. He's the coolest guy in the world. You want to contact him, go to Facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks and tell him he's great and how much you love him. And you want to hug him and squeeze him and take him home and kiss him. And mom, can I keep him? And ah, Snoopy. And uh, also our good friend, David Hernandez, you know, he does artwork and he does all the music for this show. And uh, and he's the man. He's got uh, his own website, too. If you want to get him to do some goddamn art for you, which I think you should and you will and you do, you want to contact him via artbydmh.com. That's his website. You know, if you go over there and you take a look at it, because you look at the artwork that we have on this show. And you think to yourself, well, goddamn, that's some stuff I'd like for me. Well, then you go to his website and you look at the other stuff that he's done, like his Valscapes and his guy cons. You can go ahead and check, uh, take a look at that stuff and then see if you want something in the style of that. Say, say you want a painting of Ray Liotta doing a Chantrix commercial. He can fucking make that happen for you, baby. Say you want Maury, the wing guy from Goodfellas. Why not? Then he'll go ahead and paint that. Say you want Christian Slater from Heather's where he takes out that gun and he shoots those two fucking dudes in the lunchroom. He'll paint that for you. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll work in watercolors. He'll work in oils. He'll work in whatever the fuck you need, whatever you got. As long as you got the dough, our good friend David is going to pony up and take care of it for you. You just got to go ahead and visit his website. Uh, and also you can find him also be his friend at facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. Find him on there and be his friend and ask him about prices. You can contact him through messenger and see what he's got going on. If he's got any specials or what he can do for you and tell him what you've got in mind and then he can negotiate back and forth. And uh, like I said, go to the website. That's most important because you can see his style and figure out what you want. And then you come to him with a fucking hand full of facts and he'll make it happen. So what you want to do is go to artbydmh.com. That's where he is. First of all, again, facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez, be his friend, but also go to artbydmh.com and look at his style and know what you want. And then be prepared when you contact him via Facebook. So he knows what you want to see and what you want to do because the man is a fucking genius and he'll turn it around for you. Lickety fucking split. That's artbydmh.com. A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H.com.
0: I listen to the bees in my head Too loud so I surrender instead I need to be rid of the drone But if they're gone then I'm all alone You know it cause it's easy to see You show it when you try to fix me Tell me to clean out what I know I'm alive <laughs> You don't. could stick at the nest Know the bees are gonna rip me in half But they're the same bees that make you all mad you Can't find
1: Who out there wants to drive for Uber? Who out there wants to drive for Lyft? Who out there wants to ride an Uber? Who out there wants to ride a Lyft? Lyft. Has my voice changed? I think it has. Uh, As I stopped down, I took a drink of water, and perhaps I have gone ahead and coated my vocal cords with enough moisture to where it does not sound like uh, dust being executed from a bellows, or expelled from a bellows. I just had an EX word that popped into my head, and it was executed instead of Expelled. Uh, Expelled. Uh hi. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's the thing. I have an Uber and a Lyft code for both of you that just said yes to this out loud on a bus. So let me ask you this. Why are you on the bus? If you, if you want to be an Uber driver, don't you have a car? Because you can't take the bus Ubering, although you'd make a ton. <laughs> Jesus Christ, a fuck ton of money. If you were an Ubering guy and you had a bus, you could have a billion fucking people on an Uber pool and make all the goddamn money in the world. You could get, well, You could do one run a night and go home. I envy you bus driver who does Uber. If you want to be a Lyft driver, and uh, or if you're a first-time Lyft rider, use this code, all capital letters please, M I K E, seven two double oh five seven, Mike, seven double oh Use that code uh, if you want to drive for Lyft or if you want to be a first-time rider for Lyft. And uh, I get a spiff, I get a taste of the gig, which makes me happy. Makes 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 me happy. Cameo, did you know about that? You did, right? Wait, I didn't even do the Uber code yet. What the fuck, man? My head is all fucking spun out. See, middle of the night, this is what happens. Uh, not enough sleep. Got to get a schedule. Got to be, got to be really uh, honed in next week. Next week, Monday show. We'll do it. Well, I'm I'm on board with making it work for myself. Uh, the Uber code. I didn't even get that code. If you want to be a, a driver for Uber or a first time rider, please use the code. And these are all lowercase. DJZW1YTTUE. That's DJZW1YTTUE. Please know that those are important codes and you can use them if you want to be a first time rider or you want to be a driver again for Lyft Mike 720057 all capital letters and for Uber all overcase, DJZW1YTTUE go ahead and be a cameo oops an Uber or Lyft Jesus Christ my, my fucking brain is short circuiting in the middle of the goddamn night and I do apologize. Uh, let's talk about cameo. Hey, have I mentioned cameo yet ever? Yes, I fucking think I have dope. Uh, cameo exists. You guys can hire me to do a cameo. Like our good friend Catherine did a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, I should say. And I recorded it for her Matt, Catherine hired me to do a, a cameo for her Matt, And, uh, and I just, you know, I, I sat on that aforementioned devil couch and I busted out a note about her and then I wore a Santa Claus hat and, uh, I really, dude, I played it to the hilt. I made it worth all of her fucking money. I made it uh, worth every goddamn dime of those $20 that she fucking spent. Uh, and if you want to book me for a cameo, you want me to go ahead and wear a Santa hat or a bear hat like our friend Ruben gave me, um, or any other weird headgear. I got baseball hats I could possibly wear. I've got a muffler. I've got a, I've got a scarf that was knitted for me by my ex's uh, sister. That's fucking cool and warm as fuck. So I'll wear that. Whatever you want me to do in the, uh, in the code or in the, uh, in the clip, book me on cameo and I'll wear it. Tell me, uh, if you want me to wear, oh, unless it's a tuxedo or some bullshit, don't, don't be that guy. But if you want me to wear a hat, <laughs> This is what it's come to in my career. I'm 51 years old. Please tell me what hat to wear for $20. Jesus fuck. What a weird entertainment world we live in now too. Remember there used to be, there were three channels. You turn on three channels and watch whatever the fuck they had on. And that was it. Fuck you. That's all you could do. You turn on the radio. You listen to what they had. You could maybe call and request a song and possibly hear it eventually, but they were going to only play it if it was on their goddamn playlist. Uh, And now you can pay me $20 to make a phone call to your fucking aunt. What the hell happened to this world? Everything completely fell apart. And I went to Cameo the other day. I'm not even going to lie. When I had to go record my thing, and then I went and looked at their website, I used to joke that they had like a bench warmer from the Clippers and me and uh, and a talking garbage can. And now they've got fucking everybody. Everybody's on there charging fucking $100, $500. I told you, Brett Favre and these fucking actors and all these wrestlers and fucking Dee Snyder. I mean, Jesus Christ, everybody. Anybody who used to be anyone. Is on there, uh, and and they're just fucking ready for you to give money to make a video message for them. And I'm on there. I'm I'm one of them. I'm there. I'm certainly low rung on the totem pole, but I'm happy to do the goddamn thing. So if you go to cameo download it to your phone, find me, look up my name and then hire me. And I'll, I'll give you some bang for your buck. I I, look, I might not be famous, but I'll just, I'll talk in circles at you for fucking five minutes and you won't know what fucking hit you for God's sake. Your mom will just be like, man, I don't know who that fucking guy was, but he wouldn't shut the fuck up. That's, you know what? That's a successful birthday right there. That's, that's a great mother's day. If your mom looks at you and goes, I don't know who the fuck that weird dude was, but he just would not shut his fucking pie hole. And then you're like, holy fuck. That was a fantastic gift I just gave. Fuck roses or chocolates. Fuck giving my mom a crochet set. I just got a loud mouth from the internet to go ahead and yammer at her. That's fucking beautiful. We could feel the air from, we could feel his breath coming out of the speaker of the phone. Um, the bottom line, though, is download Cameo. Talk to our friend Catherine. She's she's excited. She was happy. She lied on Twitter and said that she was happy she did it. I don't know. She might not have been a lie. She might have really liked it. I don't know. I never know if anybody really likes the things that I do, but that's okay. I always go ahead and throw it out there as if they do. I got You got to play the role. You got to swagger around. You got to pretend that people like you, even if they don't. Uh, so please, go ahead and download the Cameo app and make that happen. Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? We got a sponsor for this show. What? Why, yes, we do. It's the Paranoid Strain Podcast, hosted by our good friend, Fearful Jesuit. A podcast, uh, sponsoring a podcast? What? Yes, it happens weekly, monthly, yearly on this show our friend fearful jesuit who runs the paranoid strain podcast he stepped up and he goes ahead and he donates uh whatever he can to make this show the best it possibly can and he sponsors this show i guess that's i guess a better word than donates he sponsors and in turn i tell you about what a fantastic product he has with the paranoid strain podcast which actually has a new episode now out right now. I, I, look, I know you know this because you've already subscribed. Because I've told you in the past what a great show it is, and then you listened to it once and you went, "Holy fuck, that show's better than Mike's." And then I cried softly in a corner and then climbed into a coat room. That's a lot of K's or C's or K noises. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I I'm I'm glad that you did those things because that's why I want I went to spread the gospel of the paranoid strain and my friend Fearful Jesuit. Everybody should know about it. Everybody should be listening. Everybody should be downloading. So. Me telling you there's a new episode, that's nothing new because, then, like I said, the second I told you about this show, you went and listened and loved it and subscribed, right? Hold on, coughing. I should probably go ahead and cut that out, I would imagine. Couldn't I cut that out? I could. Let's go ahead and write down the number of where that exists so I can cut that cough out. <laughs> um. So uh, here's the deal, folks. I, I know I just talked about coughing forever, so I should leave it in, right? Now, I'll cut the cough out. You'll hear me talking about coughing, but you won't hear the cough. Uh, it's like I had a dump button, but instead I got to go back and retroactively dump out a goddamn cough. What a fucking dope. All right. Here's the deal. Uh, the paranoid strain sponsors this show. Fearful Jesuit is the host of that show. Uh, it's fantastic. It's again, it's something that I don't do. Can't do. He has discipline. He has work ethic. He busts out a script. He writes a very meticulous, cold open for every single show that he does. And then I listen to this new episode and, uh, no, absolutely not a meticulous cold open. Absolutely a meta cold open where he talks about the fact that he doesn't have a cold open. And I'm like, hey, you know, you're getting a little close to my fucking territory there right now, fucking fearful Jesuit. I got a beef to pick with this episode. I got a I got a bone to pick with this episode. I got beef. I got beef with the Jesuit. Because, again, he's got that medical open, which makes sense, of course. And he does it very well. And it's it's crafted in a very skillful way. And I will tell you that there's a voice of a person that you might know or you might not know involved in that open. Go ahead and listen to it and tell me if you identify that person. And the first person who identifies that gets me to give you a hearty thank you and possibly a handshake if we ever meet. Uh, I didn't even mention this. Go, go to the. Uh, well, no, I'll finish. I'll tell you. So the show. It's about two topics. It's a a quick hit episode, as his dark voice, deep voice demon of quick hit episodes will tell you on the broadcast. Quick hit episode. Uh, I can't do it. I mean, I got a I got a deep voice, but not like this guy. Um, He deals with uh, our friend Alex Jones and the downfall of the Alex Jones Empire. And he deals with the Denver airports and the conspiracy theories that surround the Denver airport. As you know, there's a big blue horse out there. People think it's demonic. There's all these people who think it's satanic, think there's symbols on the walls. I don't want to give too much away. But if you go ahead and listen to the uh, Paranoid Strain podcast, you'll hear all about the Denver airport. You'll hear about Alex Jones's downfall. You'll hear clips of Alex Jones, which are always fun. Uh, you'll, hear him, you'll hear him in his heyday when he was very happy about things. And then you'll hear him ranting about something called Operation 666. Now, uh... Look, I don't know Alex Jones. I know that I don't care for him or his work, but I will tell you this. If you're a grifter, if you're a huckster, uh, that's hack. What are you doing with 666? We all know what that means. And quit trying to pretend that you're, that you're it's into some satanic fucking whirlwind. It's not happening. But instead, he puts on a donkey mask. Yes, hold on. He puts on a donkey mask. And the only reason I'm telling you he's in a donkey mask is because not only did Fearful Jesuit tell me he was in a donkey mask, but Dana said he was in a donkey mask. And then Dana said donkey mask was fun to say. And I have to admit that as I say, donkey mask, I, I I'm with Dana. I'm firmly in the camp of Dana and I say, donkey mask is fun to say. So when you listen to the show and you hear him ranting about operation six, six, six through a donkey mask, you will, you will blanch, you will flinch. You will just, uh, you will question the fact that anybody listens to a word that that fucking guy says and believes it. It's horrible. And, uh, and you know, the, the litany of, of things that, uh, you know, our friend paranoid stream will talk about all the supplements that he has. It's, it's just an amazing episode and a rundown and a real good takedown of Alex Jones. Um, but I will tell you this, the Denver airport stuff, like I said, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but here's, here's especially why. Cause again, like I said, I got beef. I got a bone to pick with this episode because, uh, not only did they do the medical open, uh, in the middle of the, uh, the Alex Jones bit, he mentions that Martin Scorsese got the Oscar for the departed. And, uh, he's, and he asks Dana, he goes, remember when Martin Scorsese got the Oscar for the departed and Dana's like, yes, I think. And then they play the clip of him getting the award, everybody going crazy. And he goes, and, uh, other than some performances, uh, it's true that the Departed is not that really good of a movie. Right. And, uh, at that point I just threw my laptop into the pool because I don't, I don't need to hear you besmirch a movie that I love. I don't need you to come down hard on a movie that I enjoy. I don't need to hear you tearing asunder the very fabric of the things that I enjoy. Fearful Jesuit, you fuck. Just because you sponsored this goddamn show. Uh, how dare you insult The Departed? I'm furious. I, You, you want to talk about Quick Hit? There was a, When I see you next time, it'll be a Quick Hit as it's just me walking up and quick hitting you in the stomach and you vomit up whatever you ate for lunch that day and I'll say to you, that's for fucking Mark Wahlberg's accent. <laughs> I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. Uh, So anyway, the show is fantastic. Go ahead and check out the Fearful Jesuit Paranoid Strain podcast. And again, you can contact him at theparanoidstrain at gmail.com and tell him how much you love the show or paranoidstrain at gmail.com. Please write him a note. But also, this is very important. Go to the iTunes store and leave a review of the show and mention that we sent you there that lets Paranoid uh, Strain host, Fearful Jesuit, and friend of our show know that you guys are getting uh, to hear about it from us. And it it makes us look like fucking hitters. Don't kid yourself uh, or write him a note. You can get him, like I said, at paranoidstrain at gmail.com and, uh, and tell him how much you love the show. Tell him you heard it from us. Tell him you enjoy his work and, uh, and, and tell him you just marvel at his discipline and, and his talent in, in writing and putting together a cohesive narrative around things that I couldn't possibly hope to ever engage in. Again, like I said, I don't memes and garbage and, and, and marinating in Alex Jones, Alex Jones is a terrible, terrible person. He, he's, he's just, um, He's like cholera. He's like human cholera. And I wouldn't want to get too close. I wouldn't want him in my bloodstream. And Fearful Jesuit does that so you don't have to. And then he takes him apart on his fucking show and he he makes and, And again, look, interesting, entertaining, fucking really awesome job of taking subjects that I have no stomach for and make me want to listen to them. Like, I don't want to listen to Alex Jones, but I'll fucking listen to Fearful Jesuit tear Alex Jones apart any goddamn day of the fucking week. And I think you should, too. Subscribe to The Paranoid Strain. It's in the iTunes store right now. And again, make sure you tell Fearful Jesuit we sent you. Got a YouTube channel. It's out there. Go ahead and subscribe to the 40-Year-Old Boy YouTube channel. It's got all the uh, podcast archives. It's got a bunch of stand-up. It does not have any Twitch clips yet. There's a couple, but I, I have to get on that. Look, there's so much. There's a litany. I got to scroll of shit I got to fucking do, man. Um... But please go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel because, again, it makes YouTube think that we're somebody. If we get subscribers, that makes us happy. Please go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. you got the Joe Business page, which is the merchandise page. You go on there. You check it out. Uh, We've got all sorts of stuff there for sale still, but you've probably got those things. However, the most important thing is there is an Amazon link that is lurking right there. There's an Amazon link hanging out right there on the page. Go ahead and click on that when you're shopping on Amazon. It costs you nothing. Uh, except 10 seconds of your time to go ahead and try to find the goddamn thing. And then you're shopping and we get a taste of the gig. It works out perfect. As I mentioned last week, we get money, they get money, you get stuff. It's a symbiotic triangle that works out well for everybody involved. You were getting something anyway. Why not give me something in the interval? Why not give me something off the top? Why don't you help me out and help out this goddamn show? Uh, We get money, they get money, you get stuff. It's a perfect relationship if you use our Amazon link right there at the Joe Business page, the merchandise page at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Use it, please. I would appreciate it. Also, we have Patreon. Did you know there's a Patreon for this channel? I think you do, or for this fucking, it's not a channel. Twitch is a channel, this is a show. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, There's a Patreon for all things 40-year-old boy. So here's the deal. Uh, If you can go to the Patreon page and become a patron, that would be great. I would certainly appreciate it. Uh, Like our good friend here, I don't know if I mentioned this person or not, our friend Timothy Quill increased his Patreon monthly donation. Thank you so much, Timothy Quill. You're super nice to step up and take care of business over there at the Patreon page. I uh I, you know, I'm gonna say this. We've never met, but I love you. I will hug you if I see you. And uh and I want you to know that you're very important to me and you're very special. And I know you like the departed. You and I could watch the goddamn departed, not like Fearful Jesuit fucking yelling over and over about how bad the fucking movie is. He actually thought, you know what? On this podcast, he actually says Martin Scorsese's a dick and he hates him. Uh, but listen to it. Just you got to hear it yourself. <laughs> Timothy Quill. Thank you for increasing your Patreon donation. Patreon is out there. If you guys want to go ahead and join in and start supporting this goddamn show in a way that uh, is uh, commensurate with the fucking effort that I put in. And by that, I mean, I put out the show at day late. So why should you give me a fucking dime? But still it exists. Patreon's there. If you want to become a patron, thank you so much for thinking of it. And even considering the goddamn thing. And I have appearances. I I will tell you this. uh, I felt 10% less bad about the podcast not coming out on Thursday this week because uh, another show featuring me dropped on Thursday, which is great. So I'm on the newest episode of Rock Solid, the podcast, with our good friend Pat Francis and Kyle Dodson. And we talk about Sammy Hagar's era of Van Halen. And we go ahead and review every album. We pick our favorite songs off of there. We talk about what's good, what's bad. Uh, we have a seagull clunker or whatever the fuck it was, the seagull stinker. I forget what it is, but they got a jingle for it. It was fucking fun. It was really great to go and record with Pat and Kyle. And from what I understand now, I guess I'm going to have to do another one in about a month because that Motley Crue movie's coming out. And Pat wrote on Twitter, he's like, hey, I, it looks like we're going to have to watch this movie and do another show. And I'm like, fine, I'm fucking in. I would record with you every goddamn week. So uh, right now, download the Rock Solid Podcast with me talking about the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar, and his years in Van Halen. Uh, along with our friend Pat Francis and uh, Kyle Dodson in the best goddamn music podcast in the world. Just ask Alexi Lalas. He'll tell you. Rock solid, the podcast. Available now on the iTunes store with me, Pat and Kyle, taking apart Sammy Hagar's era in Van Halen and uh, talking about the good, the bad, and the uh, the the summer nights in which we had to go ahead and listen to this material. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the balance thereof. How about that? Let's talk about that. So please check it out. And also, I will tell you this. Uh... I, I recorded another podcast that will be out Sunday. Uh, I don't want to say the name because they, they enjoy honestly saying it themselves. And that you know they, they promote things when they promote things. But I will tell you, you should probably have your finances in order if you want to hear me on Sunday. That's all I'm going to say to you guys. But that was what uh, took my time this fucking Monday and burned me the fuck out because I was like, yay. And my brain went, okay, you're done for the day. And I went, all right. And then I went, hey, I'm not really done for the day. And my brain went, sleep. and so I went to sleep and then eventually I woke up eight hours later and there was a giant fucking calculator on my face because that's what happens when you go to sleep and get woken up in my house you just have a huge calculator display to deal with Uh, so that'll be coming out Sunday I'll just tell you that right now and also uh, all of my friends all my rowdy friends were having me on their podcast this week because I did uh, as I mentioned last week Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini's podcast Uh, I did a spoiler episode for uh, the, the Liam Neeson movie Cold Pursuit which I saw last Monday. And again, I don't want to tear it apart. I don't want to tell you too much about it. But uh, but go ahead and listen to the spoiler episode I did with Graham and Chris. And I recorded that and it was um, really fun. But here, I got to tell you this anecdote. I got to tell you this story. This is something that, uh, you know, I, I talk about Being in this industry and being in entertainment, even though I have a finger in it, maybe a fingernail, I'm barely on the outside, on the outskirts, and there are giants of this industry, like Martin Scorsese, for instance, fucking fearful Jesuit, who deserve all the accolades, all the respect, and there are people who, you know, you see them and you can recognize talent when like I like I recognize that Rihanna is amazingly talented and I like her music, but she didn't influence me in any real way where I can go, oh my God, where if I saw her. But however, you know, Eddie Van Halen I got to meet and tell him how much I loved his music and that was fantastic. Steve Vai, I got to meet and tell him how much I love his music. I was really excited for that. You know, when you get to meet your heroes, I met Quentin Tarantino and I got to tell him what he meant to me and what his work meant to me. That is something I can't put a price on. It's not something you can ever get out of your system. I mean there's the the To have the honor of being able to tell somebody who influenced your life just how much they mean to you is fantastic. And that brings me to my recording over at Graham and Chris's studio at the All Things Comedy Studio. Um, We're sitting in the, we haven't even recorded the show yet. I get there and they come out, they they recorded a podcast before me. They did a show with a guy named Jay Gower. I don't know. I forget who it is. Some real guy, (laughs) not me. I was doing the spoiler up. They recorded a real episode with this other person though. And so they come walking out of the studio with him and I'm sitting in the, like the break room, you know, there's a, there's a room where the guests wait and they all come in. I got handshakes and hugs and we're, how you doing? And they sit down and we're waiting and producer Aaron of the show comes in and he's got his little doggy with him. Who's fucking beautiful. And, uh, his dog comes in and I pet his dog. And then Aaron goes, Hey, uh, did you guys, did you see what's going on out here? And we're just, and Graham and Chris, they just finished the show. So they're like, no. And they're getting back into show mode for the next show. And I'm just sitting there talking bullshit with my friends. And Aaron goes, Hey, uh, John Cleese is here. And, uh, Graham and Chris are like, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, what's he doing? And, and, uh, they're like, he's in a meeting. I think he's, he's checking out the space. I don't know if he's going to show here, if he's being interviewed and, you know, they're, they're having a conversation, Graham and Chris and Aaron, and they're talking back and forth because again, they're at all things comedy all the time. Bill Burr is there a lot magical and there's always big name guests and they're trooping in and out. Um, I do my show from my apartment. Very rarely has John Cleese ever stopped by and sat in the waiting room while I was finishing up my show and I got to say something to him. I mean, John fucking Cleese, dudes. I mean, I think I've told you before how much Monty Python meant to me growing up, you know, because I was very lucky. My mom had a sense of humor and watched Monty Python right before Dave Allen at large on PBS when we were kids every Sunday night watch Monty Python's Flying Circus. And I told you one of the funniest things in the goddamn world is there's a sketch where John Cleese and Michael Palin are speaking French one at a time and they could only speak French when one of them was wearing a, a, a fucking handlebar mustache that they keep trading back and forth between one another. It's not even a handlebar, it's just like a French, you know, a little French mustache. They're wearing berets. Uh, it, it's, you have to see the scene because Michael Palin has to hide his face because he's laughing so hard at the concept because again, once you think about anything real in comedy, you're fucking dead. And if you ever think about the, the fact the fact that you're speaking French with a mustache on and your friend is completely silent and then you peel the mustache up and you put it on his face and then he gets to speak and he has to speak French and then you're silent. The only time you get to talk is with the. It's just, it's. if you ever take anything, there's comedy that if you take it at face value, you're dead because you will laugh the entire fucking time and it finally hit Palin, I think, how ludicrous the fucking sketch was and also you're just standing next to John Cleese. How could you not be fucking dying laughing? So they're talking about, oh yeah, John Cleese. And I, all I could think of is like, where, where is he, where I have to see him. I have to fucking see him. But also at the same time, I've been doing this long enough to where I know you can't just fucking, especially me, I'm fucking 6'2, 300 pounds. I can't swarm some fucking guy. You know, you got to play it cool. And I do. I'm very good at that. I will tell you, I've met people. Like I said, when I met Tarantino, I didn't gush. I didn't grab. I didn't, I just, but I had, I would walk up and I go, excuse me. I have to tell you, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm. A decent enough talker that I can pull it off and nobody runs away from me. I mean, Brendan Fraser ran away from me. John Tesh ran away from me, but I wasn't telling those motherfuckers how much they meant to me. They just fucking they were just there in the vicinity and I recognized them. And they fucking bailed and ran. So Cleese is there, and they said he's in the other room and he's looking at he's looking at spaces. And I'm like, all right, we're just they're talking. But my spider sense is just is just going up. Okay, dudes, again, he he's fish called Wanda. Fish called fucking Wanda. Think about that. Monty Python. Fantastic. Uh, you know, all the Monty Python movies, life of Brian, uh, holy fucking grail Lancelot. I mean, it's, it's all amazing work and it's astonishing. And it influenced me in, in crazy ways. I mean, I would just laugh stupidly fish called Wanda. Once I got older fish called Wanda, I saw it in the theater. We saw it in the theater like six times. We kept going. It was in Tahoe. We just kept fucking going. Oh, it was so good. And they're all so good in it. Everybody's good. Palin's in it and he's good. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Everybody in the movie's fantastic. But Cleese is just he's John fucking Cleese. He's the minister of silly walks. He's, I, you know, uh, I'm here for an argument. No, you're not. I, I mean, it, it's just dude. No, you didn't. I mean, he's just he's he's a genius. So I'm thinking, what am I going to say to him? What am I going to do if I see him? But I have to see him. I have to at least look at him. I have to be in the same fucking room as John Cleese. So, uh, we go, you know, we're about five minutes passes. We're just making small talk in the lobby. And, uh, then they're like, and Graham's like, should we do this? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So we get up and we go to walk into the studio. And, uh, it turns out Cleese is in the studio. He'd been in a meeting and now he's looking at the space and now he's in the studio where we're going to record. And he's sitting on a chair. And, uh, he's got, you know, he's being, there's three people who were with him who are giving him the tour and he's just sitting in the chair and he's, he's petting Aaron's dog. And he's, he's just, just everything you would want. He's just, Oh, he's isn't he a beautiful boy? He's a beautiful boy. And he's petting him and he's like, he's a good boy. And he's being nice to dogs too. He's not only John Cleese, but he's nice to fucking dogs. So he's talking to Chris Mancini and Aaron, and he's petting the dog. And then I walk in and I'm, I'm filling the doorway and I'm just standing, waiting my turn. I'm not doing, I'm not butting in. I can't be that guy, but I think it's pretty obvious that I, I can't believe I'm a foot away from, from John Cleese Eh, two feet Eh, three feet. I didn't get that close to him. I didn't invade his personal space, but he, uh, he looks up and he's talking to Chris and he's talking to Aaron and he's talking, he's petting the dog. And then he, uh, he looks to me and he goes, and who is this then? And I said, hi. And Chris Mancini goes, oh, that's Mike Schmidt. He's a very funny comedian. He's our guest today. I said, uh, and I leaned in and I put my hand out. and I said, can I shake your hand? And he put his hand out to shake it. I said, listen, I have to tell you. And he goes, don't gush. I said, well, I know, but I have to tell you that there are things. And he goes, don't gush. I said, it's wonderful to meet you. And I shook his hand. And I said, and I have to say thank you. He said, well, it's so, it's so interesting to me that people come to me and they want to you know, they want to touch me. It's so strange. I said, well, I, it was just a handshake. He goes, well, no, but I'm saying people will come up and they'll grab my shoulder or they'll, they'll put their arm around me. and it does the, it, Look, I can't do an English accent, by the way. I can't do John Cleese. And they'll, they'll uh, you know, because I can do a Cockney John Cleese and that's going to fucking send all of you running for the goddamn exits. But it's interesting. They'll put their hands on me and they'll say, let's take a selfie. And I'll, a selfie, I don't. I just, I'll say, no, I don't want to take a selfie. And they'll, say, and they'll say, often oftentimes what I'll say to them, and we're all wrapped. We're all just staring because John Cleese is sitting in a fucking chair addressing all of us. You sit there and you you stare and you pay attention and you take it in and you relish that moment. You relish the fact that you're in the room with a goddamn hero. And uh, people will come to me and they'll, they'll say, well, let's take a selfie. And oftentimes I'll say, well, well, no. But um but if you'll t- I I understand that gentleman over there, he would really love to take a selfie with you. He said, Oh and he starts that laugh, the Cleese laugh. He starts laughing, and he goes, The confusion on their face oh, <laughs> when I tell them the other person came by and wanted to take a selfie with them. They just they don't know what to do. <laughs> He's laughing. So then Graham comes in and uh and then the four of us are just sitting there and John Cleese is talking about performing and, and uh, you know, the space where he's going to be. And, and he's talking about the space and how much he enjoys it. And then he alludes to the dog again, because now the dog has gone to his dog bed and he's laid down. And he goes, and, but he's looking at us, too. He's also kind of uh, giving us the side eye. The dog is looking up. And John Cleese, you know, he's talking to us. And then he looks up and he goes, look at that boy. He goes, he looks pensive. And uh, and we're all like, yeah, I guess, he, yeah, that's a really good. It's exactly how he looks. And he goes, he looks the uh, he almost looks. He looks like he's expecting something. Like he, you, like he wants something. He just. He's looking at me, and I, and I, I dudes, dudes, fucking dudes. He's like. He's looking at me. Is he pensive? Is he wants something? And there's a beat. And I said, Do you think there's a chance he wants a selfie? And John Cleese fucking laughs. The John Cleese laugh. Oh. <laughs> a selfie. Does he want a selfie? Oh, cause he's there. Look at him. It's exactly, it's how he looks. He looks exactly like he wants to get a selfie. Like I just described. And, uh, and he's just, he's relishing it. He's laughing and he's just pointing, gesturing to the dog. And he looks at me and he goes, that's funny. You're funny. Oh, a selfie. Uh, it's exactly what he looks like. And, um, I think there was more talking. I think uh, he said his goodbyes. He may have gotten up from the chair and shaken our hands and left. I don't remember because once he looked at me and he said, that's funny. You're funny. I floated to the fucking moon. I wasn't in the room, I wasn't in this fucking atmosphere, I wasn't on this planet, I wasn't on this astral fucking plane, I just went up to the goddamn moon and I looked at Dr. Manhattan, I said, move the fuck over, baby, because you gotta make room for me, there's nothing left for me on that goddamn earth anymore, just like you, because holy fuck, I made John Cleese laugh and he told me I was funny, that's it, that's all I need, I think I'm done, I really think I'm packing it in, that's another reason why maybe I didn't do the show yesterday, maybe I thought to myself, you know what? There's no point in going out with this fucking thing. Why should I do this podcast? I've achieved everything. I've become sentient. I've become one with the universe. I've become Om. I've become Zen. I've become fucking John Cleese. Funny. Ready? You don't come to a throne if you're not gonna suck a dick.